gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Hindsight, was this the best thing to come out of the weekend? I mean, not the best thing, but yeah, it's up there. Top top three? <laughs> it's top three. I'll put it to you this. It is 1,000% not, even in the slightest, the worst thing happened. Oh, no. no it's one of the best things that happened. Yes, 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 I love exactly. Cool the game. But like going into it, I knew that this was going to be one of the best things that happened. Not like a certain some things that happened at the end of Sunday and Monday night, to be honest. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I was sleeping most of the weekend. Oh, we're doing that? Okay. Um, All right. I could listen to play at that game. So You know me. I don't talk about Audi Sarabia. <laughs> I think that's how you say it in Pig Latin, right? Audi Sarabia. Right? That's what I was trying to go for. So... I don't want to be insensitive or nothing. Oh, to Pig Latin? No, to Saudi Arabia. Oh, got it. Okay. So I don't care about the pig Latiners. That's a dead language twice over. So what do you want to talk about? Uh, I think I know what I want to talk Good about. Good Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Sons of Slam. <laughs> so happened to take a week off last week for uh, for just because we were busy. I was busy and... Um, prepping for this stupid morning show thing that's happening next week and uh yeah we wanted to get wrestlemania stuff in but you know what it kind of sort of worked out because good god do we have stuff we need we would have looked like absolute fools man especially for night two ladies and gentlemen sons of slam my name is chris mindell along with the reaper mr joe black sir how are you that first song that we uh introed the show with has genuinely giving me ptsd at this point it is now a wrestlemania tradition for the show uh I, i'm okay with that that's fine but uh i was at the gym with steven and tim shout out the boys hmm. and uh i w- it, we had just finished i was going back getting all my shit my jacket my fucking pants and then all of a sudden i hear a song and i'm like huh, this is interesting mm-hmm. what is this and then the fucking I got my mind made up. And Steven turned around and looked me directly in the eyes and going, we got to get the fuck out of here now. <laughs> that song, that was actually funny enough. We've been doing this, what, three years now? I mean, WrestleMania yeah. 35. That was four years ago. So that was the first one. That was that was where the song came from. That was the theme song for WrestleMania 35, and that was New York. So Is this our fourth WrestleMania? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, time flies. This is it. 
And so, and so know, know this going forward. Every time we do this show for Mania, as long as this show is in existence, I will play that song. Fine, but at least seconds. tweak it next year. Can you make? You're a DJ, a, right? A you're a you are a legitimate DJ. I can do a remix. Is that what you're saying? Can you do a remix? You know, sure. something with like Hollywood swinging. Then in the back, you know, you got a hundred dollar bill. Put your hands up. I'm just thinking. <laughs> okay. Well, I wouldn't do that next year because if there's is there a song with like Philly involved, like Will Smith? Uh, I mean, not probably not the best to go with that. Like no, and it's gonna be Meek Mill. Like a song that's hundred percent. A song that slaps. It's going to be Meek Mill. 1,000% it's going to be Meek Mill. Gotcha. Okay. Or Lil Uzi Vert, which I would be thoroughly upset if it's him. <laughs> okay, well, then it won't be. <laughs> Just remind me next year. We'll make that happen. Um, oh, yeah, because you're going to tell the WWE which songs to use. I'm just saying for our show, we are. Oh, for our show, yeah, yeah. but it's going to be in coordination. Why are we using Hollywood Swinging if it wasn't for fucking it being shoved down our throats 12 times a night? Because it's a good song. Well, that too, but you get my point. I, I get it. The one last year, the one at 35 wasn't a good song. We've been using it for the past four years. <laughs> you saying Love Over Out is not a good song? No. It, it was a good song four years ago, apparently. It was a good song four years ago. And now you just got, it's getting played out. Now I can't. I can't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, wait to WrestleMania 40. Oof. I might play it twice. All right. So. Like couscous. <laughs> runs out, runs out. So, Duran Duran should have been a better reference on that one. What are we saying? So what what, what are we going here? Um, let's talk. God, I, I I I have a quick AEW thing I want to talk about before we get into tonight, which we're absolutely going to later on. So this is the only portion I'm telling you right now. The only portion of AEW, unless we're talking something outside during AEW that happens later on. The only portion of the show that we're talking AEW because the rest of it That's will fine. be dedicated to WWE. Um, yeah, tonight we have. Uh, AEW Dynamite emanating from Elmont, New York, ladies and gentlemen, Long Island. We are back. Like Elmont. I know. It's right on the. Right I would have much rather, much rather them say Belmont. Right on the cusp of Queens there, but uh, in Long Island. Uh, what do you got? For- it's so crazy how close Belmont and Elmont are to each other, and one is just known for its shyness, poise, and its revereness in a in a freaking chivalrous sport. Okay. And? and the other one is named Elmont. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> AEW, I want to talk about that for a quick second. Please. I want to talk about the overlying story arc of AEW as a company. Oh, sure. AEW, I heard this reference recently, and it was just about this first part of the reference, and I kind of added on to it a little bit. Okay. AEW, when it first came out, was like the 86 Mets. Okay, I want to see what it's Very volatile in the fucking clubhouse. Sure. But they won. Right. And they kept on winning for that whole fucking 162-game season. Got it. I think. Mm. Then they slowly started to turn into the 77 Yankees with Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson just bickering at each other nonstop. What a reference. Which is why the Yankees never won a World Series in, in the 70s. When they should have... Did they? That's not true at all. 80s? Oh, I'm sorry, the 80s. 80s yes. That's on me. Yes. That's on me. Mea culpa. Yeah. Um, they, the AEW should have, in fact, this entire time been focused on one thing and one thing only, and that's trying to make themselves as close to the core four ninety six to 2000 Yankees as possible. Okay. And uh, that was my uh, overlying baseball arc of <laughs> AEW wrestling. All right. Um. 
They need to start focusing on the four of them. You know what I mean? When the Yankees, when the Yankees had that core four and they really capitalized on it those first four years. 77 to 78, they won, by the way. Thank you. Sorry. It's okay. All good. That's on me. Whatever. Mm -hmm. You get my point. I get your point. After that, when they stopped winning and (laughs) when they started bickering more. Yes, yes. Is when they started really going downhill. And then they didn't win one for all of the 80s. And arguably one would say if Donnie Baseball had won a fucking World Series, which he should have in 94, but that stupid fucking lockout happened. But uh, ironically, he might have gone. He might have gone down with one of the greatest first basemen of all time. Of all time. He is my book, but I'm just saying. I, ironically, he left last year was '95, and they won in '96. Um, I know. So there's that. I know. Yeah, uh, but Buck Buck Showalter would have had the fucking Yankees winning the '94 World Series. Had it not been for the lockout. Had it not been for the lockout, those bastards, sons of bitches, yeah, sons greedy of, sons of bitches, greedy sons of bitches. Um. I mean, this also, by the way, I mean, with everything else going on, this is kind of, this was the, this would have been the big news. And I, I was very excited this weekend to get, to finally get in front of this microphone to talk to you and everybody else. Um, and the big news before everything went down this weekend really was uh, kind of been swept under the rug. John Moxley on sessions, basically going in on his own company and saying that AEW backstage is just all kinds of chaos. Is he going in on it or is he trying to defend it by revealing a sliver of the truth so that it gets out so that it can become better? <laughs> okay, but playing uh, devil's advocate here. Um, sure. By the way, that just means that you do agree with me. Uh, <laughs> I, I can see i can see that because every time i do that i go well to play devil's advocate uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not exactly that way. i mean I, I i could see that possibly maybe being a reason why but um it wasn't really the most uh uh decorative of wordplay for for him to say on on is john moxley known for his decorative his wordplay on his wife's show um no, but at the same time, I want to like you know cover things up. He goes in on like CM Punk. He's talking about uh, the company. You know, it doesn't deal with social media and all that bullshit. Uh, gets dragged into the shit with you know the whole thing that went down with uh, All Out and the brawl out. Um, the thing with the belt when he when you know Punk left and I got that dropped and he had to come back in. He was he was about to you know take a break and he had to come back in with that. Um, I mean, he he goes. It was pretty intense conversation it's it's kind of uh, very telling as to what is going on over there um, by the way we did actually finally get a reference to the brawl out in AEW television of some sorts so that was pretty cool on, even though nick jackson just said i don't want to talk about uh, on, uh, on the uh all access unrestricted all access there we go <laughs> unrestricted is the, <laughs> is the podcast is the podcast whoops but by the way uh, all access really good i mean i know it's, it's it looks very scripted and very like not, let me take that back the the plot points and setup is scripted and very. It's wrestling scripted. It's wrestling scripted, but the I guess the emotions, uh, lack of a better term, the um, I don't know what's what's being said is truthful and it's very telling. And I I, I like the show. I really do. Um, what's be, yes, but the the facial expressions is what gets me sometimes. I like sorry. I saw the preview for this season on All Access, mm-hmm. and it was Ruby Soho and 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 Tay Mello talking. 
it's re- and it's like, well, if it happens again, we're gonna have a problem, and then right? The, and then the Tamela with the weirdest like, viral. okay, bitch, <laughs> type of expression, and it's like, all right, well, that was like very clearly scripted very, in there, yes, yes, and very edited also because I guarantee that's not how it initially went down. Um, no, it's it, yeah, it is very reality TV based. But with that being said, uh, I like it. I, I did not know Adam Cole's real name until the show. I didn't know that. I knew it was Austin. I didn't know it was Austin. Austin Jenkins. Yeah, something like that, bro. By the way, is he from uh, Bedsty? Like, what kind of black name is that? No, it's Amish. He's from he's from PA. Is he really? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna look that up right now. I'm almost push. positive he's from like Central PA. Austin Jenkins, baby. Look at that. All right, so all things Moxley with that. See, also says. if you're if you're named Austin and you try to get into the wrestling business, you're already at a disadvantage. Right, so you have to change it immediately. Yeah. Um, let's talk, uh, before we get into what's happening tonight with AEW, and then we'll get off of AEW here. Um, I found this interesting that Jim Ross, uh, is, who's very outspoken and has built up that cloud to be able to do so, uh, admits that what we've all been thinking, he's saying it out loud. What? As you stomp your feet. Uh, what? Austin Jenkins was born and raised in mm-hmm. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> With the carts and the buggies and the low, no electricity, yeah, yeah, wow, what a what a what a slight turn right he took in his uh, in his life, man, for the better, I think, for the better. Uh, Jim Ross, for the better, for the better, speaks out uh, with everything that we've been thinking. He's just saying out loud. Uh, the AEW admits it has a problem with its roster. Go figure. Uh, we've been saying this for a while now. Um, AEW has one of the most extensive and deep rosters in pro wrestling world right now, and as many talented performers continue to compete every week to entertain fans. That said, fans agree that the company has far too many talent. Do we disagree with that? I was Welcome saying, to the Sunday Slam show in 2020. 2021, 2022. I've mean, been saying this for years. Um, he said, quote, an argument might be made in AEW that we have too many talents, <laughs> unquote. Uh, in the, and then he goes on to say, uh, we got a lot of talent. You don't want to start cutting the roster because that's not my job. I could certainly handle it if it were, but we have a lot of people coming through. Tony Khan is always looking to give guys opportunities. You never know what you'll find on quotes. Uh, Jim Ross also supported, recently supported an anti-AEW tweet, <clears throat> excuse me, following Dante Martin's injury, which was absolutely gruesome. Um, <sighs> And then he just goes on to say that Jim Ross will uh, not hold back by speaking his mind. If you did not see that, by the way, that was on uh, Ring of Honor with um, with Dante Martin taking a what do you even call it? Was that? a reach for the sky ladder match, the ladder match to crown the new Ring of Honor tag team champions. Uh, they was... did it in honor of Jay Briscoe, obviously. Right, it was Penta, right? That that did Penta something. delivered a was it a. It was almost like a 360. It was a destroyer. The destroyer. He delivered a destroyer off of a ladder. So a ladder mm-hmm. was hanging from the rope to a standing ladder in the middle of the ring. And on the floor were? Uh, on the floor was, I believe, four tables stacked too high. Two, right. Two and two. And um, yeah, he just he came down awkwardly on it. Like yeah. it wasn't anything. How's that possible? Penta could have. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want, I absolutely don't want to hear any slander towards Penta because like he could have done nothing about that. It was just the way he so happened to land. I'm, I'm going to give slander to uh, not, not directly to Penta in general, but overall 
Uh, have we not learned our lesson from uh, his own tag team partner when we saw that live? Uh, with uh, yeah, <laughs> with um, or at least Ray do Phoenix him on the other side, man. Busting his arm. Uh, Don't do it on hard camera side. It's not. It doesn't work well for your. But that's the whole point, brothers. You, you have to do it on hard camera side so people can get the move. And then when you land first on it, I thought it was. I thought when I saw that that spot that he lands on his head awkwardly. I thought he got a concussion when he rolled over. But no. It was the good old ankle flip that came around. It was the good old Thiesman. The leg, yeah, the good old Thiesman. The leg came first, and then the ankle came after it, and and it just was flopping, and it broke. It broke. The good old Kevin Ware. That's for my Rick Pitino fans. <laughs> Too soon. By the way. Um, Too soon. I will. I will say congratulations to UConn because if any team had to take us out, it would be the national champions, the <laughs> UConn Huskies, taking out. Bro, that's how I feel about I any. Anytime my team loses, I go listen. It, At least we lost. I don't want them to win. At least, we lost but if the they champions. do win, I'm gonna brag. Uh, I'm gonna brag about. Whoa, you know, we couldn't defeat the champions. We were the first to lose to them. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so all that to say, if you ain't first. You're last. Yeah. You don't want to be the last to lose to them. This is true. <laughs> you're the first loser. Um, technically, no. Never mind. Uh, anyway, you get it. You get it. You know what I'm saying? So my point with this whole thing with the Dante Martin thing, I know we're going into tangents left and right here. Is we have to continue doing these absurd spots. We talk about the, the absurd amount of blood that AEW has. Can we also maybe curtail this back so we're not breaking ankles every five seconds? Why, I don't why, why mind does it always a table have spot. Be, why does it always have to be so much? Like, why does it have to be? This is, the, this this is exactly to what I'm top, getting to. Top to top, everybody else. It just, at what point is it like, come on, really? Like, we get it. You're impressive. We understand that you're, you're an elite athlete. We don't need another table. I don't mind a table spot. I don't okay? mind a table spot either. I don't mind a ladder spot. I don't mind a Canadian destroyer. I just it, does it have to be through based two tables? Off of history. Don't combine all three together to freaking don't parlay those all for ten bucks just so you can get a bigger payout. Take them each one by one. Correct. And now you're out for six months. Exactly. Right. Probably more. Eh, yeah. Six months is probably right. I mean, it's just it's it's absurd. It's, it's it just seems unnecessary. He'll be back for full gear. Um. AEW, okay, my last part of AEW will be what's happening tonight at uh, the USB, I mean UBS Arena. Uh, let's see here. So we have... So <laughs> MJF Day. MJF Day. We'll get to that in a second. But we have a career versus titles match, which with everything going on now, do we figure that one's going to lose their career because of what's happening across the pond? Has it changed? Has the ending for that match changed? Has stuff been changed because of what's going on in the WWE you, right you, now? Do you not think, and in all, in all honesty, I'm, I'm asking as a serious question, do you not think that FTR and the rumors of Kenny Omega possibly leaving, do you not think that that's now curtailed because of what's going on over in the dust? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It, it's... A lot of like second thoughts are happening right now. I guarantee it. Not only in AEW, obviously, switching over because they've seen what happened with Cody Rhodes in his success leading up to WrestleMania. But now with, you know, post-Mania, what's happening there, everybody in WWE, and also talk about that in a little bit, some, there's some backstage rumors and, and talk about uh, people getting their resignation letters ready if this is going to be a, a sure thing. Oh, so Speaking of which, yes. My favorite tag team requested their release, and it broke my fucking heart. Which they're not, they're, they didn't leave yet. They requested it, but they didn't leave it. They requested it, but it broke my heart. I was like, oh, man, I don't want you to go. And that That's is. why I respected Jimmy Garoppolo so much, because he never requested a trade. <laughs> he was just like, whatever you guys want to do with me is what you're going to do with me. Do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
right? But God damn, it broke my heart. So grizzled, I want them fucking grizzled young veterans grizzled back, man. Grizzled young veterans. Maybe that's get some hair. Well, grow out your hair to that one dude. Grow yeah. out your beards. Just fucking get back to it. The one dude. I yeah. think I may be their only fucking fan. <laughs> like genuinely, <laughs> I think I might be their only fan. They were a great tag team, and it just they they, I I don't know if that was a triple they fumbled H the bag. Or Sean, they Sean fumbled Michaels the bag movie. with it. I, I don't know what who decided to end that whole thing, but it made no sense. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, uh, uh what group? I'm sorry, they were in the yeah, schism, right? NXT. They're in schism, yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, they need to come back. Uh, I will. I will support that for you because I see how happy you are with them. I will support. Thank that you. For Thank you. you. I appreciate That's it. So much of a friend I am, sir. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the guns, yeah. So I believe and, you just talked about the guns. So anyway, uh, we have the career versus titles with uh, the guns taking on FTR tonight. Uh, Hook is defending the FTW title against Ethan Page. Uh, wait, 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 wait! I had something about the guns. Sure. Could you? Where is it? Could you imagine a faction with the guns and Dom Mysterio? And yeah. how much fucking heat that 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 faction would have? They they are they are three of the same people. Exactly, exactly my point. Yeah, yeah, they are three of the same people. Um, if I'm, Dominic had a brother, they would be the Gun Club. They would be the Gun Club. <laughs> they would absolutely be the Mysterio Club. And, and, but funny enough, now that I think about it, this is actually the first time I'm thinking about this. They have the same exact storyline. The same yeah. exact storyline. It's a father that jaded them, and they're they're upset about it, and they're coming to get them. <laughs> I'll do you one better. Now that I think about it, uh-huh. I think that Dom copied the guns. Because um, I think the guns tech, and, and the acclaimed no, happened before. No, 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 it did not. Mysterio's happened way before that. You sure? This is just going down last year. And when did the acclaim turn? Uh, I mean, when did the guns turn on the acclaim? I mean, this was... Was it also like late last year? It might he he tur- Dom turned to Clash of the Castle. Right. That was September. Okay, it might have been around the same time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It might have been around the same time. Um, it's it's just a very coincidental. I, just, I mean, they both have fathers, and they both have <laughs> famous fathers who wrestle. And uh, yeah, it, it would be a, a great trios uh, team. Um, best friends taking on House of Black in a trios championship. That, that'd be fun. Uh, Jamie Hader, oof, defends her title against uh, Riho. So I'm assuming. Eh. <laughs> Really, Jamie? <laughs> Jamie Hader? <laughs> okay, great. No, 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 no. Oh, Rio? You went Jamie Hader, oof, versus Riho, and that's when I went, eh. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ricky Starks taking on Juice Robinson. Um, and then MJF uh, celebrating MJF Day. And then the the, the edict of, uh, also, I'm sorry, Sammy Guevara taking on Commander. Um, uh, 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 that's going to be fucking crazy. Mass Luchador. And then, yeah, that would be an insane one. Um, uh, acclaimed are going to decide if they're going to be in the, in the JAS uh, Blackpool Combat Club now with Brian Danielson involved will I'm sure run roughshod over everyone and good god get ready finally it's happening for the first time ever Tony Khan's going to make a major announcement not the first time ever uh, make a major announcement that he promises will be one of the most important things he's ever announced in AEW I bought Endeavor <laughs> Now the contract says Khan. It's Nick Khan. It's it Tony Khan, but it doesn't say Nick Khan. <laughs> it's Tony Khan. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah. So, uh, 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 MJF has been given the keys to the city. Fans have been giving the strict code of conduct. Shout out to uh, Pistol Pete, who 
sent over um, the code of conduct, which already had a typo in it, but uh, you know, whatever. So let's see here. The code of conduct. If you see MJF, you have to admit he's better than you and you know it, and then hand him 50 bucks. Everyone who attends U- UBS Arena must come with a scarf or be refused entry. Everyone who t- attends the show must buy MJF merch or be escorted off the premises. That says of the premises, not off. Typo. Fail. Uh, everyone who is not attending the show must buy MJF merch at shopaw.com. Uh, shameless plug. When you wake up on MJF Day, you must listen to at least three songs by the following artists. Louis Prima, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Sammy Davis Jr., and Justin Bieber. And lastly, one of these things is not like the other. And lastly, if you see a homeless person <laughs> on the street, kick them in the ribs. <laughs> Bro, man, don't disrespect Sammy Davis like that. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So well, to be fair, I don't know who Louis Prima is. Uh, when you're smoking, he was a '40s uh, big band singer, and I. Yeah, uh, I mean, I figured as much. I, I can also do one of these things. It's not like the other. Oh, Marie. Oh, Marie. Oh, Marie. Okay. Okay. I got it. Oh, Marie. Oh, Marie. <laughs> okay. 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 That's okay. Wow. He really is Long Island, huh? He really is. So basically, just walk into any old school bagel shop in Long Island, and sit there funny. for about 10 minutes. You'll, you'll get home. that thing checked off yeah, quick. I don't know about the Bieber part, but yeah, you'll hear the rest of them. No, not the. Eh, maybe the Bieber. Just <laughs> throwing in some baby. Dude. Yeah. Sorry, you know. It's a little sorry. <laughs> this is what you got to do. That's Amore oh, flying wow. me to the moon in this song. <laughs> that's all right there. Oh Lord! All right, so that that is AEW. Anything else AEW before I cut this off? No, that's it. That's I'm it. hyped for tonight. Should I wear my FTR or my House of Black shirt? Oh, I think FTR if they're gonna win these belts. I think I have to, right? Yeah. Maybe I'll get the camera on me if I just go. It's the, re- it's the return of FTR. We'll be we'll be hard camera side on the second row on the second uh, deck there. Oh, I mean I don't know if the camera's gonna reach that high, but we will be. Hard yeah, I don't side. know. Right in the middle, right smack dab in the middle. Look at look at the top of your screen if you see a fat guy, and then a bald black guy a, next. To a bald black less very less fat guy, and then two gorillas, and what <laughs> looks like an ex cop. He is an at the end, <laughs> a skinny ex cop, right? And a, and, a, and 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 a Puerto Rican high schooler, and a kid, a high school. Kid. If you see all those people, <laughs> what a, kind of weird combination of people are we walking in with here? It is such an eclectic bunch. It really is. It's it really so is. crazy. The wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, it's amazing. Um, that's it. so. Anything else? AEW? Are we good? I'm good. Excited for. We'll talk about UBS uh, and all things experience next week. Um, all right, I'm shutting that down. It is now shut. So, what do we want to talk about? Lord. Um, oh, Marie. Oh, Marie. As I go through my tabs. All right. Let's talk. Uh, <laughs> let's talk. Let's just get into it here. So, I'm so happy I sat on that. <laughs> let's talk uh, Endeavor and the acquisition of the dubs. Can we just, I just want to point this out there. Please. Can the new company be called Future Endeavors? <laughs> your title right there by the way i was i mean we were all thinking it right yeah yeah absolutely um 9.3 billion dollar deal to acquire first thing 51 percent of wwe and that is endeavor uh which which owns ufc so now they have this new conglomerates of ufc slash wwe and the ticker for this very clever is endeavor is will be in the stock exchange will be tko 
Really? It is. It'll be t- TKO. Yes. It's Tony Khan operations is not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Go on. I have a question to you. I don't expect you to know the answer, but you did. It seems like you did more research on this than I did. I've been up since eight o'clock talking, looking for this, this entire thing. Do you know if my Endeavor shares will be transferred into the new TKO? That is a good question. I do not know. I feel like it has to, right? Uh, let's let's get into this. Let me re- read this uh, this here. So, first things first. Hmm. Do you know who Ari Emanuel is? I do. He's the CEO of Endeavor. Okay. Do you know? Who he is now in his, pop culture. And now he's Vince's boss. Um, no, go on. Okay. There was a show back in the early 2000s, mid-2000s called Entourage. Sure. Okay. There was uh, a yes. small Jewish actor, a small Jewish man who was played by Jeremy Piven named Ari Gold. Based on. That character is not loosely, but semi-roughly based off of Ari Emanuel. Hmm. So now I just want to point this out. Oh Lord. <laughs> Ari Gold now owns both the WWE <laughs> and the UFC. If you're an entourage fans like like I am, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they should bring, that's just hilarious to think about. They should bring uh the show back and just have like this spin off of, of the storyline. Some uh, weird like Three letter wrestling company gets bought out, and it's yeah, obviously a, a RKO. No, <laughs> that's taken, <laughs> it's already taken. Endeavor, uh, the company led by Ari Emanuel, the aforementioned, has acquired WWE in a deal for 9.3 bill. Uh, Endeavor will combine WWE with Ultimate Fighting Championship. Uh, they took control in 2016, Endeavor did of, of uh, UFC, um, and now the worth of this is north of 20 billion dollars. Uh, they plan to spin out the combined company, which has yet to be named on the public market, and expected to trade under the moniker TKO. The all stock deal values UFC at 12.1 bill and publicly traded WWE at 9.3 billion. The company said in a uh, regulatory fi- regulatory filing Monday morning. There you go. When the deal closes, uh, Endeavor will hold 51% of controlling interest. WWE shareholders will hold the remaining 49. Endeavor will appoint six board seats. WWE will appoint five. Um, see, the company is expected to be led by CEO Ariel uh, Ariel Emanuel. Vince McMahon is expected to serve as executive chair of the board. Uh, Endeavor's Mark Shapiro is expected to continue his role as president. And as uh, on the other side, Nick Khan will continue as president of WWE. Uh, Dana White will be uh, president of UFC, as has been going on now. Um, and this news basically broke the day of night two WrestleMania. Well, the news that it was that it was a done deal was was after. It was Sunday, Sunday night. But it was after Sunday night. Like it was after the main event. The announcement was Sunday night after the main event. It was Sunday. Yeah, night. yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. That, that that's my point. It's right. like everything happened, and then they're like, "Oh, by the way." We just sold the company for twenty one point three billion dollars. Right, which this this has all been talk. I mean, we've we've been talking about potential sales for however long it's been going on. We've been joking around with you know, saying, not, not joking really, but excuse me, Saudi Arabia. You know, the Saudis might buy it. Uh, Tony Khan joking with that might buy it. Uh, NBC was in was in talks, the serious talks of buying it. Uh, the rumor was that, and I've read this on multiple occasions, 
that the reason why he went with Endeavor was because of the control that he would have with yeah. and everybody else basically said if you you're saying that you're going to stand off and he also said that in that that uh that uh interview that he had with Ariel yeah uh, with Ar- I'm that sorry, interview Ar- he had with his mustache with his, and with, with Ari Emanuel good god with, uh, with Ari uh that stash is very important to us um, he said that he was going to look over the Vince Ron Jeremy was a fucking all time line I had in the group chat. <laughs> Vince Ron Jeremy, the overall uh, overall bigger picture of the company, he said he was going to look out for as far as the day to day. He would leave that to where the way it was, and he's just a bull faced liar. So there's that, and that's not the first time he's lied about anything in his life. Um, I took that more of the way he said that. I thought he said like the main storylines is stuff that I will be a part of. No, he, like the main event, like the Roman Reigns storyline. That's what I took it as. He, no, and then he, like the undercard is going to be Hunter. The bigger picture that I, I took it as was that with the, that he came back to make that deal. That's the bigger picture I'm looking at, not the story of WWE's and and their their minuscule having to talk about Otis. Like like that has nothing to do with his bigger picture. Is what I was referring to. The bigger picture is you know selling the company for nine point three billion. By um, the way, Otis in the maximum male models. Call me crazy, but that sounds like a Vince move. Well, maximum male model. God sounds like damn it, that's funny. <laughs> maximum male model sounds like a Vince move, but was, Otis in the maximum male model yeah. sounds also like a Vince move. Like a Vince move. Uh, by the way, uh, WWE's TV rights deal with NBC Universal and Fox expire next year. Um, so there's that to look out for. Its streaming deal with NBC Universal Peacock expires in 2026, and UFC has signed a five-year TV contract with ESPN in 2019. Um, okay. First things first. And then for last, the last part of this was uh, for WWE, the sale ends multiple decades of ownership within the McMahon family. Um, that's, that's sad. That's it, it is very sad. Um, multiple, levels. multiple decades, multiple generations. Yeah. So there's, there's that. Um, Man, I really thought this day would never come. This is like, the- I thought it was going to be family owned <laughs> and operated. Well, all while also being a publicly traded company somehow. The, <laughs> It's this is probably what probably Shane tore his quad and then they go, that's it. That's Call it. Ari. <laughs> it's over. We can't give it to this guy. Yeah, no. He could barely make it through a fucking <laughs> a jumping split, whatever that, make, that's called. Hey, to a leapfrog. Without busting, there we go. Thank you. Fuck. Busting, busting his knee. Come on. It's a basic move. Uh, WWE stock, by the way, soared. After, I, don't know I got heated. It. What do you want me to say? My, I, my brain went red. I got you. It soared after UFC merger deal. Um, So no surprise at that. Uh, stock closed at $97.23 Tuesday, showing an increase of 8%. Um, so it, it went, went up and up and up. Uh, let's see what else do I have here. Uh, <laughs> so now we're here we are. We, we've arrived at this situation, which is probably the biggest story in wrestling ever. Ever. Uh, yes. You know, as, far as, as far as the biggest company in the world being sold to it. It is now because Vince's retirement story is a, is a, is a sham. Is null is null and void in a sham, um, yeah. and while still going through these various and numerous uh, um, controversies uh, with him and and his uh, hush money payoffs uh, that seems to be going on a lot lately. Funny, uh, yeah. In, Endeavor, <laughs> Endeavor is funny uh, enough. I saw my job on the news. <laughs> Not because of that. I just oh, want to point that out. Really? It was, it was on, hang on, hang on, hang Clear on, hang that on. Up now, jeez. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's gonna get clipped. Clip it. Fuck it. Uh, no, it was a helicopter view. I go, holy shit! Right in the corner of my screen. <laughs> were you involved? Were you moving on? How'd you get down down to the city? Was that a problem that day on uh, yesterday? I didn't have to go. 
That's right. Sorry. I did have oh, to sorry. go. Right, 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 right. I had off, off yesterday. You had off. Thank God for you. Here's the thing. Thank God for you. On what, Tuesday what? morning, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> My grandparents are watching the news downstairs, and I walk downstairs, and I go, oh, that's today. That's... They're like, yeah, where are they? And I go, oh, what? Oh, I'm so glad I don't have to go into work. <laughs> no, what, what would have happened if you had to go to work? I would have probably had to leave my house at like like three hours earlier. Eleven, yeah, probably like eleven thirty at the latest. Eleven a.m. Talking about the uh, the Trump indictment and just the traffic that that was insane down there. Yeah, um, in Manhattan, Manhattan, Endeavor is Thank well you. aware. <laughs> Endeavor, this the title is this piece here. Endeavor is well aware that WWE fans want Vince McMahon fired. If you watched NXT yesterday. Uh, a couple things, uh, a couple takeaways uh, from uh, Sand Deliver. Congratulations to uh, Indy Hartwell. We have a new women's champion. We have a new men's. Congratulations champion. to Carmelo Hayes. We have a new men's champion in Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Congratulations to Braun Breaker in turning heel. In turning heel yesterday. <laughs> so that, my takeaway from yesterday. Now we've gotten through NXT. That was NXT. Congratulations. <laughs> um, the heel turn from Braun and the chance of Fire Vince during NXT. Um, which happens yeah. did happen. Um, and here's which, the thing: which part? NXT fans are hardcore fans. Yes, yeah, because you have to be watching. If you're watching NXT, you're a hardcore fan. <laughs> if you're watching NXT, I guarantee you at least sixty percent of the audience also watches dark semi regularly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dark. They they pay for ROH and New Japan is on some sort of loop somewhere. Uh, absolutely. But uh, on NXT yesterday, yeah, they'll stay up till fucking three a.m. for the New Japan pay per view. Absolutely, of course. Um, so McMahon's return to WWE, uh, did so in controversial fashion, did not go uh, unnoticed by uh, fans, especially on NXT. And they spoke up uh, during this week's episode of WWE NXT. Fans expressed their dissatisfaction with Vince taking over control of the creative process on the main roster by chanting "Fire Vince." These chants were hard to make out on TV, but fans on the show confirmed that it happened. Uh, one person in the audience, uh, let's see here, said I could, in my section, I could confirm it because my section was the one who started the chants. Um, so that that happened on NXT. Uh, let's see here. Um, where was I? I want to point out one more thing about NXT stand and deliver. Yeah. Did Indy Hartwell just no so just no sell the fact that she won the NXT Women's Championship for the first time ever? She seemed very um, like yeah. perplexed. I was gonna say blase about it. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I expected to do this. And even when they came back, I did like uh, after the Grayson Waller Johnny Gargano match, mm -hmm. when they had the way reunion minus Austin Theory. Obviously, I mean that's gonna be huge pop when that happens. Sure. If that happens. Uh, even then, she was all you know. Candice is going absolutely fucking ballistic. Absolutely, that's right. And she kind of just like, oh, thanks, appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And then in the back, they did a backstage clip on uh, Instagram or socials or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, she seemed and very like blase there too. Yeah. yeah. Candice is crying her fucking eyes out, and Andy, Andy's just like, Thanks. All right. <laughs> it's all right. Is her, her Aussie uh, indifference. <laughs> There's another title, by the way Aussie indifference. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Lord. So Endeavor, uh, which I was going to say before the NXT part, and Endeavor is well aware that WWE fans want Vince McMahon fired. Um, so everything that went down, hashtag Fire Vince trended in a big way, especially after Monday Night Raw. Trended and, how? Like, as in like like top trending uh, in the country, like Fire. Not just for you. 
no like for on twitter like hashtag. like like under the trending thing not the for you thing because no, sometimes no. i'm like holy shit pat mcafee's trending for the past oh, four no, hours no, and i go no. oh that's just my feed for you that's for you <laughs> and the actual <laughs> everybody loves what i love it's, it's amazing but i'm just <laughs> I have my finger on the pulse of everybody uh no hashtag fire vince uh uh nationwide <laughs> was trending um, and then Ringside News was told by a tenured source within WWE that the company's new owners are, quote, aware of every criticism against Vince McMahon. This is pretty hard to ignore given the outcry from fans. WWE fans had a lot to complain about when Vince McMahon made his big return to the company. Uh, the powers that be, with that being said, in this deal are well aware uh, what the popular opinion is. They're aware of the scandal. They're aware of all the criticism of Vince's rewritten scripts and anything else you could think of. His return to WWE was uh, followed by massive backlash, blah, blah, blah. The end of this whole thing. Uh, Correct. Massive backlash is coming in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico. Baboni. Uh, the, the, end of, <laughs> the end of this entire article is what sums it up for me. Uh, while Vince McMahon ran WWE Raw this week, slashing the script up as they went along during the live show, Triple H was given, quote, and I've seen this many times in, in other articles, was given busy work. So basically, he was doing secretarial work. Uh, this change back to the old guard is not welcomed by fans, but this last part of the sentence is the end of the, the article, but it seems that Endeavor doesn't care. And that is that. Um, That's this worrisome. Is, this is very worrisome. This is, now, this is here's my question. Yeah. Let's say, you know, bringing it back to EW, mm-hmm. let's say somebody like, I don't know, MJF next year. Mm-hmm. Or whenever his contract expires, I don't think a lot of people know. Twenty twenty four. Um, what happens if WWE just goes scorched earth WCW on the entire fucking industry and just buys everybody? Everybody up. What happens then? Because feasibly now, WWE can buy AEW. Endeavor could purchase AEW well, from is, is from a, Discovery. Is AEW a publicly traded company? It's not. Okay. Does so, it have to be? To Tony Khan with it. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go in and just sweep up all the stocks and and take over control, then that would be the way to do it. But if you're privately owned by a family like the McMahon's were, yes, they're not they're not public. So then they have to basically buy them directly from the cons. Yeah. Well. Discovery has to be in that process somewhere. Oh, right. Right. Because I don't think that would go well. They're publicly traded. They're publicly traded. Right. So now, Discovery. that's my point about it. <laughs> They're not going to buy Discovery. So, yeah. They can't buy Discovery, but could they buy, I mean, like, how does the how does the Discovery shares work of AEW is my point. That's what I said. Could could Endeavor reach out to Discovery and buy, we want to buy all your shares of, of fucking, and then that's when we get Nick Khan on screen for the first time on AEW television. The contract says con. It just doesn't <laughs> just say, say Tony or shot. <laughs> it says Nick. Uh, it's not a public company. AEW is. Oh, no. I knew AEW wasn't a publicly traded company. Yeah. So I, you know, I, we have to go into more research and put, maybe find out. Yeah, as far as, like, what, check back next week. What, probably the, what, the discovery, what the discovery deal would, would entail. Oh, been. we'll ask Tony later. Duh. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll, we'll see him, we'll see him yeah. screaming. His, his Tony! Mouth. Tony. Well, that's, he's probably, he's probably going to announce it. That's his big announcement. He's, he's making, he's making the, the company public, and then Ari's going to come in and just buy that too. So now we're going to have... 
WWUFCEW. Whoa, whoa, no. <laughs> um, it would be AEWWUFC, <laughs> the All Elite World Wrestling Ultimate Fighting Championship. God damn it, that's good. <laughs> this whole thing is just bullshit. Um, <laughs> my last piece here, uh, of of this entire thing top wwe are superstars prepared to submit release requests after vince mcmahon's return and of course we've all read that backstage morale has been at now at an all-time low uh going into mania and that sean sap from uh, uh behind fifel's paywall that uh, some says said that some wwe superstars and at least one top superstar are prepared to request their request their releases um and it's a very serious situation. At least in the C says, quote, Fightful heard from at least two talents, including one near to the top of the card, that said they'll likely request the releases if this is a trend moving forward, and another that said they'll just ride out their deal. There are multiple wrestlers who are already exploring what uh, what their options would be in the event Vince McMahon were to be steadily involved. We are at a fucking shitty situation here, dude. Like, this, I... I <laughs> what are we at, DEFCON 2? Defcon five. This is it. I mean, we're we're fuck. We're, damn, that's what I meant. Defcon four. We're not at Defcon five yet. Five, well, we're four and a half because the the Defcon five finger poke doom. We can all agree on that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would, okay. Oh, this is this is close enough. Um, the the whole point of of this golden new golden age of wrestling that happened literally from SummerSlam up until this past Sunday, and that's it. We had a great run. Of with Triple H, I would like to give my own applause to Triple H for everything that he provided. It was everything perfect. Absolutely not. Was it better than it's been in the last fifteen years? Fucking yes. And now we are going back to if any if Raw was any indication of what we're in for. Um, I'm I'm telling you right now, as co-host of the show, there'll be little WWE talk. I'm I'm telling oh, yeah. you, I, I will find out what happens with the show. I, I can't go through what happens um, on Monday. And I, I will say this before we get to talk about Raw. I give them I give them until the next pay-per-view. So up to Backlash. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna see what, what's happening. Up to the next if they can do well up to Backlash and including Backlash, I will To the next P- I will do it, but under protest. To the next PLE. To the next premium live event. We will find out what yeah. the hell's happening here. But <laughs> I I can't imagine, and I I, I said this to uh, to Stephanie and Patrick yesterday. Shout out to Stephanie and Patrick. Um, if what happened on the end of Raw happened any other time, I wouldn't have an issue with it because it, it makes Hang sense. On. It makes sense. Oh, let, me, let me finish. It makes okay. sense for him for 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 uh, for Brock. It makes sense that he did that because he's done it in the past several times. It's not like he's he can be trusted. What the the problem? I I feel personally is that it happened on the Monday Raw after Mania, in which we were expecting this mega match to go down, we and we got nothing, we got absolutely nothing. It it, it kind of goes back to the the Becky Bailey uh, cage match that we never got. It, not to that's the same, different. Not to the same extent, but it's kind of along the same lines in that we had we had this build up, and we get Bupkis as, as a payoff, and now. We're in this this situation, and it not only means that we had nothing with the match. Everybody, everybody was like, "This has this stench of McMahon written all over it," and that's what made Monday Night Raw 
And then subsequently, in hindsight, being 2020, everything that happens for WrestleMania looked like, oh my God, now that I know what happened in Raw, this this is all McMahon. And this is all McMahon. Holy fuck, I didn't see it this entire time. No, and now- night, night two was all Vince. Well, well we're, we're going to talk about Mania too because uh, I everybody has hatred for, for night two. I don't have the same hatred for night two as everybody else does. The matches were were good. It, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, but night one was better. Um, okay, sure. Really quickly. Yes. Do you think the same sentiment would have been felt about Monday Night Raw had it not been for the announcement of the deal? If the deal had been announced on Wednesday, today, if it had been announced today mm-hmm. instead of Monday, mm-hmm. I feel like at the time people would have looked back on it and been like, Oh, so Vince is back in charge. Like we can tell between Sunday and Monday that Vince is back in charge. Mm. But because we found out about the sale on Sunday night, everybody had that bad taste in their mouth, like you said. And it just, you could feel the Vince's, you you could feel Vince's fingerprints all over it. Mm. Yeah. Had it not been, I personally did not mind it. And I'll explain why. Didn't mind what? The 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 ending of it, the ending of Raw. Okay. I didn't exactly. I wasn't. I wasn't upset. I saw that it was a Vince move, mm. but I wasn't exactly upset with the whole thing. I go, okay. You want to get Cody away from Roman, because that's probably gonna still be where the North Star is. So you have Cody get beat up by Brock for a couple. By the way, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind Brock also being an enforcer of somewhat for the bloodline. I, th- I thought about that too. Kevin Durant going to the fucking going to the Warriors. If <laughs> you can't beat that. him, join him. I thought about that for a hot second too. I was like, if he's going to turn, and then you have Heyman in the bloodline. You imagine if Brock <laughs> is going to join the bloodline, and then that's he, what I'm he, saying. He's also got on record as saying that he does not need to do another title run and for the rest of his career. He said he's good for for no title runs. But yeah, no, he, he doesn't. Maybe but, one more in UFC, but now that's a little more about, on the horizon. Than WWE, else. Can, that's fine. WWE is fine, but uh, you know he he's been there, done that. We can establish that later later on if you need to, but. Right now, he is. You, we, well, you see what what he is. He's basically just kicked the shit out of Cody. And and to your point, yeah, that's right. If if you're going to try to separate him from Reigns, a little bit, this is the way to do it. Was it timed right, as you said, with the announcement coming first, and then this whole stench of McMahon being involved? No. Not no, it wasn't timed right. I I think if anything, it should have led to. Solo and Cody at the pay-per-view in like a no-holds-barred match type of thing. For Backlash. For Backlash, yes. Mm. Um, With the Brock thing, I think they wanted to turn Brock heel again because you don't really have that overbearing heel that isn't Roman Reigns. Mm. Unless it's Gunther. But Gunther's on SmackDown. You need someone who's going to be consistently on Raw, and and Austin Theory's not that. You you had dominant of, he's more of a talking type heel than he is a dominating you know, beat you up type heel. Right. The way Gunther and and, and Brock are. You had I I feel you had the perfect. And it's also the ultimate babyface move for Cody. Yeah. It is the absolute ultimate babyface move. Uh, You said it before. It, It this has happened in the past. It happened to Cena, mm. right? It happened to Reigns. In the exact same way. Same We've exact learned way. one thing and one thing only. Never, ever shake Brock Lesnar's hand. Never shake Lesnar's hand. <laughs> in, inside the middle of a ring. 
Or maybe I feel like on the I mean, not, on the street. He'll have five you outside the ring too. Loki, if I if I if I shook Brock Lesnar's hand, I would want to keep it on for an extra second just to see what he does. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are you gonna pull me? You in? know what I mean? Do it. Do it. Just to see how he, he reacts. If you just kind of pull him back in a little bit, and uh, he goes, "What the? What the f-? And and then, like, Dude, I'm then, sorry. Then. I just wanted to. <laughs> I want to see if you were pulling me. <laughs> if you see if you see a Toy Story Woody hanging on the floor, you're gonna pull the fucking thing. Uh. Always. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was a good move. If you're going to have Cody lose, you need to have him be built up as like the most incredible baby face. And also he, he is a Rhodes, right? He wasn't that though already. You can go, you can go all, you, you can talk all you want about how the hard times of, of Cody Rhodes was him having to be fired from the WWE and then having to work his way back and building his own company and all that stuff. That's a great argument. Absolutely. But ro- again, roads are all about hard times, right? Yeah. That you have him a, lose to fucking Roman at WrestleMania and the biggest WrestleMania of all time. And then he just builds himself back up and he will either be one of the biggest baby faces. Then when he turns heel after that, he's going to be one of the biggest heels. Didn't we have that though? We, we had, we had this, this they, we had this entire thing mapped out to perfection. And we yeah, but it. what happens after Cody wins? What do we do? You had you, you had, had Big E. You had Big E mapped out to perfection. You had what happens up, after dude. Big E you wins? Already, you already had it set up. You had it set up where if we had if you had uh, uh, Cody win this, if you had Gunther lose, you could have had Gunther then go after the big title, and that would have been Cody and Roman. And would then Gunther's going to lose to Cody. Okay, but you. So then you. you no matter who, Gunther. but no matter who, but no matter who, but you, at least you have a, a series of, of matches with the two of them. No matter who Cody would fight, Cody's going to win. He's the champ. I mean, it's going to be probably like Dolph Ziggler first or some bullshit like that. Whatever, whatever it is, man. You 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 had it there. The the point being is that I, you have no idea how how much of a geek I am for wrestling, and at this. Oh, I do. This paint. I mean, we all are. But we've this, been doing this for four years. This I have a I have a semblance of it, as you are as well. And so <laughs> the, the geek the geekdom comes when we're all in the in the, the text chat and we're we're saying who's getting these tickets and where are we sitting and make sure that we have this date. And now for tonight, we're going to meet up and have a bunch of fun and sit there and watch wrestling. And that is love of it. And this is coming at a time when you're you're having this momentum shift and you selfishly. Have to come in and take control for for what purpose, Vince? What the fuck purpose do you, is there to have to come in to take over this entire scenario? You had a good thing going. Your son-in-law was doing very well. You could have just sat back and let all the good times roll and so reap the benefits of being CEO. You could have just let the title go. That's it. Leave the title on your your on your door. You are the CEO of WWE. That doesn't take away from the fact that he would still be a creative controller. And his wife could still be, uh, Triple H's wife could still be involved in the company somehow. But yet you have to fucking come in here and take over for, for what? Because you want to have the, con- the the control to be able to say, Cody's not going to win on my watch. Uh, I'm not going to have LA Knight uh, uh, do anything for Mania, which is also uh, that got nixed. You're not going to have a segment for, for uh, uh, Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw because he comes in and the crowd goes nuts and then you immediately cut him off and, and there's video of producers telling him that you have to get out because we're, we're changing the script up. 15 minutes prior to Raw, everything got switched over because of Vince. And this is, this is the MO that we're dealing with. This fucking sucks. It sucks. 
And now I'm I between now and backlash, this is all we're gonna have to see is like how bad is it gonna be this week? SmackDown's been really good. Wow, how, how far how bad is that gonna be now? Like we're gonna have to see this with bated breath and on pins and needles, like, oh shit, please don't be bad. Please be oh fuck, there's a Vince move. He did it again. And then I'm gonna have to come back on this show next week and be like, well, Vince did it again. He we have Brock Lesnar uh, destroying everybody and uh, you know, no no storylines, nothing happened on Raw. Now it's a dynamite. I mean, this is this is not good. This is not good for the business, and it's not good when fans have to retaliate on Twitter and say, fire the owner of the company. Fire him. He's not the owner anymore, but fire him. Get him out. This is bad for business. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. Do you know the story of Colonel Tom Parker? I know of Colonel Tom Parker. I don't know which story. So you know who he was? I do. Okay, Colonel Tom Parker was the manager of Elvis. Colonel Tom Parker was the reason that Elvis became a household name and why there's freaking taking care of business everything. Mm. Colonel Tom Parker was, I believe, a Austrian refugee during the war. So there was no record of him ever before that. So he was never able to leave the country. Okay. Once he was in America, Elvis wanted to leave the country and all this stuff, Mm. but Colonel Tom Parker couldn't leave. And he also had a fucking great gambling addiction. So he decided to make a deal with the owner of the international hotel. Mm. Be like, we'll give Elvis $5 million to do five shows here. One a year, whatever the fuck it was. And, um, if you get him to do that, we will clear all of your debts, all of your gambling debts, and we'll also give you an unlimited line of credit. Signed it there immediately. Elvis did the first couple. Uh, that was the second contract to, for the five years. I believe he did two shows, and then he died the next year. Wow. So with all that being said. Wait, I'm sorry. El- Elvis died or? Elvis died. Elvis died. Tom Parker didn't die until like fucking two years ago. Oh. It was wild. Wow. But that being said, I don't want to see the WWE die hmm. and Vince McMahon live with the gambling debt and, you know, dies in a hospital bed when he's 92, whatever the fuck it is. I want to see the WWE live. I want to see the WWE go overseas the way Elvis should have. We're going to lose a lot of talented wrestlers. I mean, it's already. I thought you meant listeners because of my story. All right, cool. We're going to lose a lot of listeners because of that long story. <laughs> We're going to lose a lot, yeah. of, a lot of talented wrestlers in WWE because of this nonsense. And you, you would th- again, you would think that <clears throat> if he knows the backlash, and that's stupid. Everybody reads reads the the, the headlines just like any sports teams re- read the the headlines is to get some sort of fodder to to you know see what the hell's going on out there. People know and understand, as I just read it to you, Endeavor is fully aware of the backlash, and I'm sure Vince is as well. You would think that he would just take his ball, go to his office with his dinosaur head, and just watch from the tower uh, his money come in, and that would be it. But no, no, we have to be in gorilla position. That has to be our spot. We have to have our office, the, the, the famous office that he has at the desk, right at gorilla position. And this is this is we're back we're back to this. And do you want to know why I really this, really this believe that Vince did this? This is sad, man. I'm 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 sad for for wrestling. Yes. Why did Vince do this? Vince McMahon bought the company in 1982, I believe, from his father. Correct. From his papa. Yes. For his one million dollars. 
And ever since then, he has been on fucking on hand, apart from the last six months. Mm. He has been on hand with every single aspect of the WWE. Mm-hmm. I think that Vince McMahon being the hard-headed son of a bitch that he is, with all due respect, he wanted to be like, I bought this when I was running it. I want to sell it while I'm running it. And then we'll go into the future. I truly believe that that's why Vince did this. Now, that could just be the optimist in me. Optimist Prime? That is very optimistic of you. Uh, (laughs) I, I don't see that happening, but it's very optimistic of you. Yeah, but it is really sad to to listen i mean we never we never thought we'd see the day that vince mcmahon would retire quote unquote retire from the wwe well right and i guess technically we still haven't we have not and (laughs) you you, you think that he would have taken his ball and gone under his rock after all these allegations but hopefully this is just like the tom brady second coming like he comes back from one year he goes fucking eight and eight or whatever the fuck it is Right now, and then he just rides off into the sunset after and throws footballs on a beach in Miami with freaking Gorilla Monsoon and Pat out of Patterson. The, out of the gate. Out of the gate, he's he's 0 for 1. I mean, this is just, God, it, it's technically, well, according to some people, 0 for 2 with Mania. But, God. It, I would say 1 for 2. Just, this, this is bad. <laughs> this is this is not good at all. And I, I did not get to ch- the chance to watch Raw when everybody was going nuts on the on the the text feed, and I'm like, what? Why? What's what's going on? Like everybody's saying, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I get it gets to the end. I'm like, I I enjoyed the end of Raw. I, I really did. I enjoyed that so I. that whole segment. Again, the timing of it was piss poor because it, it could have happened on next week's Raw. Give give a match or something. I don't know. Or have the match and then have Brock go nuts. But you didn't even have anything. You had nothing. Um, just. We are in, we are back to dark days, and unless and and the the sad part for for Raw was that we got to see Triple H's goodbye, unbeknownst to all, to everybody until again the end of Raw. Nobody yeah. nobody really knew, and and everybody can talk and say, oh, I, I knew this is Steve Austin retirement. I knew Vince McMahon McMahon was in charge. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it was exactly. Uh, I knew Vince McMahon was in charge from day one of Mania. No, you didn't. Don't, don't fucking lie to me. You, it was yeah. li- literally from the point that Brock lifted Cody onto his shoulders, you were like, holy shit, this is happening. And this is now a McMahon move. And now, unless you, your name is McMahon or Helmsley, you had no idea that this was happening. You had no idea. You had no idea unless you were part of creative and, and your name also was uh, Nick Khan, <laughs> unless you were backstage. You had absolutely no idea what's happening. And then again, as I mentioned before, hindsight being 2020, from that point of, of the F5 up until Mania Night 2. Night one, actually, all that was McMahon, and so now we're sitting here, waiting, with beta breath, seeing what happens. Talent leaving, talent not coming, because of your short sightedness and your overall greed of having to be in the spotlight and your creative control. I understand it's been you know fifty some odd years that you've had this this position. You are you have lost sight of what's good for this business. Even though you have created what we have now known to love, you have clearly lost sight of what's what we're we're looking for in 2023. And you had it in your son-in-law, and you took that away from him. We are fucked. <laughs> we are fucked as fans. And unless something happens with Endeavor, which doesn't sound like it will, we continue on this path. On a brighter note, I want to read you one of the worst. Uh worst timed text message or the word how do you how do you want to put it poorly timed. uh poorly timed message 
not poorly timed, but aged poorly. That's what I wanted to say. Okay. Um, Steven, the lovely Steven, that asshole. Shout out to Steven. Uh, Monday at 8.30, right after the match was announced, he goes, wow, that's going to be a fun-ass tag match. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See? Nobody knew. Oh, man. Nobody knew. <laughs> Uh, nobody knew what we were about to expect in an hour and a half from that point <laughs> nobody knew uh speaking of cody rhodes he uh two and uh, a half it's a three hour show bud that's right two and a half uh <laughs> damn it's three hours to right. uh well guess what now we're gonna feel those three hours again <laughs> remember before we're like oh my god it's three hours they should go back to two oh, during no for, i just realized <laughs> for raw now it was like, oh my god, okay, it's 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 at a great pace. These matches are really good. They're going like two, three segments with these matches, and it, and the matches are insanely good. The storytelling's be, been much better. It don't feel like three hours, does it? Now, now it will. We're we're back to that that feeling. I'm going to tell you this. God, this is still going. I'm going to be way less inclined to have Raw playing in the background while I'm driving home from work on Monday nights now. Just just not good. Um, I'll turn it on at 10:30 because I know that's the main event. Speaking of uh, Cody Rhodes, he was talking to Ariel Hawani, and he explained uh, his his uh, first tenure in WWE and how he knew that it was over for him <laughs> and that he had to leave. Stardust. Uh, it was Stardust. So, but w- what happened with the Stardust? So he was playing Stardust, uh, a painted hissing superstar who wasn't working out. One fan really burst his bubble when he realized that fans didn't know who Cody Rhodes was anymore, thanks to that intergalactic gimmick. He said, "Quote: There was a lot of rock bottom playing Stardust." Charlotte Flair brought a fan to a show. She she told him, "Hey, do you want to meet Stardust?" And I was just not painted up or anything there earlier in the day in like my sweats. And he came up to me. He's like, "You're Stardust?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. Uh, and I used to wrestle as Cody Rhodes. And he was like, "What? Who? What do you mean?" He had no idea that I'd won the Inter- Intercontinental Title or won some tag titles or Legacy. Nothing. Stardust was what? his only knowledge of me. And that was a rock bottom moment. Legacy, the group legacy. Um, come on. Yeah, I know what legacy is. You're saying what? Like, like you didn't know. What to the overall thing that he didn't know who Cody Rhodes oh. was before? I mean, I guess that that's like the age, probably. But that was just it. Seems like Cody Ro- uh, Stardust did appeal to younger fans, so I I do get that aspect of it. I guess. Um, yeah, that's nuts. That's, that's insane. Uh, I already mentioned that uh, superstars are preparing to. Uh, uh, we talked about the fight, the um, fightful paywall, and uh, wrestlers looking to leave. Um, yeah. Oh, let's let's give a shout out to uh, part of my childhood again, dying off. Uh, rest in peace to Bushwhacker Butch. Yeah, who uh, the originators of COVID uh, passed away at seventy eight years old. Um, Why? Because he used to lick people. Just lick faces, and that was like that was fine back then. If you watched in the eighties when they would lick faces, and, and fans were like, "Yeah, do it again." Like, like give up their face to get licked. Parents would be willingly no. pushing their child so that they can get a his fucking face. lick from the bushwhackers. Lick it, lick it. Um, his his brother uh had a nice little heartfelt thing on Twitter. Um, but yeah, bushwhacker Luke. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace, the butch. Uh, he was seventy eight years old. Um, have we seen this thing with uh Rick Steiner? So I had I had seen mention of it and then I'm like, oh, but he's at the Hall of Fame. So well, and that was being broadcasted. Right. Right. Well, 
we'll get ready. So, uh, so Rick Steiner basically said some transphobic comments about uh, 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 Giselle, Giselle Shaw, who was a TNA wrestler and commentator, uh, who is uh, a trans woman. Um, Formerly whom? I'm sorry, whom? What? Whom? Whom? Isn't they? Aren't they? Okay. They were wrestler. Let's see where you're going with this. Also, before they transitioned, correct? Uh, I believe so. Yes. In the male, what was men, their the name? Men's, the men's division. <laughs> uh, that I have to find out right now. All right, go on with your story. I'll sure. find that out. Okay. So, uh, Rick Steiner uh, with with comments that were not really put out there, but as st- basically stating that he said bullying comments towards uh, Giselle Shaw at uh, WrestleCon. Uh, so basically, like a like a meet and greet. Um. I'm just going looking through here. So she's she's 34. Uh, had a rant against Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner is 62. Was banned from WrestleCon following his statements. Uh, his brother Scott was still allowed to come to WrestleCon and by himself. Um, and uh, that's where we're at now. So Rick is basically just getting uh, I got those mixed up. Ousted from from. Uh, signings and and uh, uh uh autograph you know appearances because of his uh derogatory statements against uh giselle Chris, okay so Chris Jericho also giselle on. shaw made her pro wrestling debut in january 2015 under the ring name giselle shaw she was yeah okay. i was thinking of tyler rex Oh, no, no, no. That's a totally different person. Yes. I thought this was the same person. Nope, nope, nope. I know what you're talking about. That's on me. No. Um, Gabby Tuft is her name now. Yes. <laughs> Gabby Tuft. Uh, Just WrestleCon wanted to point that out there. Ban Rick Steiner from any future events. WrestleCon, reg- and this is their their quote, WrestleCon regrets the events that took place at yesterday's convention uh, and apologizes to Giselle Shaw. This is at the convention. Excuse me. We aim to promote a safe and inclusive environment for all LGBTQAI plus members of the wrestling community. The issue has been addressed, and we hope the remainder of the convention can be a positive experience for all. Um, Steiner also received a lot of animosity from the leader of the JAS, Chris Jericho. The Wizard logged into uh, Instagram, sent out a comment where he had said that Rick Steiner has always been a bully. He also made it very clear that he has Giselle Shaw's back. He said, quote, Chris did, hey, don't even worry about this. Hashtag Rick Steiner has always been a bully and has gotten away with so much because he is a, quote, Steiner. Makes me laugh because I fell for the same shit when he bullied me, Eddie, Chris, Oscar, Hoovy, etc. at World War III in 1997. I got your back, Giselle Shaw, and if Rick has issues with this, I'd love to discuss it with him anytime. It's 2023, dude. Grow the fuck up. Who's that's, Oscar? Uh, that's the end of the quote. Uh, Read those names again. Eddie, Chris. Eddie, Chris. Oscar, Hoovy, etc. Is it Ray? Is Ray Mysterio's real name Oscar Gutierrez? <laughs> so we're about to find out. Let's see here. Uh, it is. Look at that. Yep. Oscar Gutierrez Rubio. That's hilarious. Yeah. Ray Mysterio. You know, Ru- <laughs> that's so funny. You know what Rubio means in, in English? What? blonde 
man's bald. Gutierrez blonde. Um, so yeah, so there was comments from uh, from Chris. So yeah, we just and he, they just got into the Hall of Fame last year too, and uh, now probably we'll never see him in WWE again. Um, and and there's zero, by the way, zero coincidence. Now 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 it's a good thing that Braun doesn't have the Snyder name. Uh, Yes, it is. Not only <laughs> not only is it a good thing that he doesn't have the Snyder name now, but it, there is no coincidence, nothing related to the fact that this happened and then he lost the belt. Absolutely not. <laughs> Let me just put that out there because that's that's also been kind of quoted on on social media threads. Not connected. Yeah, there's none. He was losing that belt regardless. Yes, he was losing that belt regardless. I think, I think there's a a correlation between him losing the belt and then him turning heel on NXT. Do you think? Really? I do. I, 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 I think that he was slotted to go to the main roster originally. Uh, That's just a personal feeling. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, WWE next special at WrestleMania entrance. Uh, really, it's just Shotzi had a had the tank for Mania and they and McMahon being be McMahon uh, next the whole thing. So there was that. Also, next, like an actual tank, like like the one that like a big ass tank. Lana and Miro boinked in. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it was that big, but it was a spe- apparently it was a oh well, let's, let's let's get into it here. Um a special entrance was supposed to happen for Shotzi Blackheart, wasn't used at all. This puzzled some fans, but it was apparently a Vince McMahon call. Sean Sapp dropped a note behind a five holes pa- paywall that Shotzi's tank was actually supposed to be used for Mania. It didn't happen. Her tank was also around raw. Um nothing as far as what the size of it was going to be. A lot of rewrites. Ah. A lot of rewrites for uh for uh not not so much for Mania, but for Raw was rewrites left and right. Um, so there's that. Also rewritten, rewrote, re rewrote off, uh, scrapped was LA Knight, which ironically, being in LA, he should have. First of all, he should have. I think he should have won the uh, the Battle Royal because he was no. heavily. He- come, dude. You're in Los Angeles. I'll tell you what. You have the Battle. You Royal. don't need LA Knight to have a match in Los Angeles. You this is what you need. You don't also need Bobby Lashley to win that 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 Battle Royal. You could have had LA Knight. Yes, you did. No, you don't. You don't. To keep to keep Bobby Lashley, listen. No, listen, don't. Listen, Lashley, listen. Listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, Linda. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen, Linda. <laughs> listen, Linda. <laughs> right, I say that to my mom sometimes. Her name's not even Linda. It's hilarious. Um, what do you say? <laughs> my mom's American. Linda, Linda, Linda listen. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was getting into. LA Knight needed more than Bobby Lashley. Okay. Bobby Lashley needed the. I, I think Bobby Lashley needed the, the Rumble win, the Battle Royal. Battle win, Royal thank yes, you. Yes. Uh, he needed that win to uh, to kind of like keep happy of sorts, mm-hmm. because he was supposed to have that with Bray. La Knight didn't need a match. He didn't need to be advertised for a match. He could just come out in between matches, just the same way the Miz did. Mm-hmm. And go. It can't be an LA. It can't be an LA WrestleMania without LA Knight. Blah, blah, blah. He starts going on about LA. Then he starts trashing LA. This, this, and that. And then whose music could you have that you can be in fucking Paducah, Kentucky? Paducah. You can be in in Manila in the Philippines. Mm. Where is it going to get a pop every single time? What song? Austin. No. Uh-huh. Have Austin's music hit. Blah, blah, blah. The correlate. They look oh. fucking exactly the same. Austin's music hit. He gets fucking. No. Uh, he gets a beard, this and this and that. No, I respect you. Blah, blah, blah. What? 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 And then. Um, 
and then boom, he gets a fucking stunner. Fine, fine, but, but at least put him on TV. And, I agree with you. But he he, but Lashley did not need that as much as anybody else. Uh, not even LA Knight. LA Knight, it would have been a bigger pop because obviously everybody was behind him for obvious reasons. But you did not need Lashley. Yeah. He did not need Lashley. That, the whole point of that thing is to push somebody that wasn't pushed before to push him now. And LA Knight is almost there. Except now you've got McMahon. Make that a verb. You've got McMahon. Being McMahon is a new Rickrolled. Yeah, there you go. And so no, no LA night. Oh man, no LA night for the entire weekend, other than on Friday. Um, so no tank. Dude, he's got some of the most stupid catchphrases, but goddamn, they're catchy. They are catchy. Tops, let me see. Top star pulled from Monday Night Raw last minute. That was Bailey. No Bailey. Oh. Um. So obviously you saw there, there was a tag match with Damage Control. No Bailey. She sent out a tweet on uh, 1.22 p.m. April 2nd, which was uh, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, which said, quote, and sometimes the most romantic love story comes to an end. Bye. Wolfhall. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, so she, I believe there was a WrestleMania a few years back where she lost some tag titles with a wrestler who is no longer there anymore. And I believe that wrestler named Sasha Banks was seen crying in the middle of a hotel because she lost. Bailey was scheduled to be on the show, but was pulled. Um, for some reason, was cut last second. Uh, Bailey was also not mentioned by the announcers during the match where Kai and Sky had a match against Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. Um, it should be noted, <laughs> this is in this part uh, and, and the article, it should be noted that the group was a Triple H idea, as that was one of the first shakeups with Creative last summer. And McMahon previously rejected an idea for a group that would be led by Bailey. It's happening, dude. It's everything that's good is being taken away. <laughs> and Bro, this and, is like the end of the world. And and damage control not be as we you know it's not it wasn't the greatest group because you know, it was kind of. But don't take it away from us. We want to hate it if we want to hate it. Build it. Let's see where it goes. You already established it. Don't don't <laughs> coming in like just swiping and and erasing everything from existence with a snap. And now we're we're going back to whatever your square one of McMahonism is going to be. And has it even been a full year? No. It was SummerSlam, SummerSlam. right? SummerSlam. <laughs> wow. SummerSlam has not been a full year. Um, All right. Yeah. So hold on. Summer. <laughs> SummerSlam. That was August. Of 2022. I, w- I just want to get the exact date. Um, July 30th. So it was, it was like yeah, August. August. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. August. <laughs> no, it was July. <laughs> July 30th. <laughs> Come um, on, dude. July uh, 25th is basically August there, anyway. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, so there was that. Um, I, f- I found this very funny that Roman Reigns uh, went off script uh, with the end of Raw, uh, pointing out, by the way, a shout out to uh, Matt Riddle and his return, but pointed out there was a fan in the front row who was high as balls <laughs> and seemingly was stoned during the week's Raw. Uh, Cody Rhodes made his match with Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar offered to help. Uh, pointed out by a fan on Twitter, Roman Reigns could be seen calling out a fan who was so high from smoking weed that the tribal chief himself said he knew it was weed because he could smell it. And the fan's eyes were red, and they were it was a dead giveaway. 
Was he angry about it? Roman t- Roman telling a fan he smells weed and he knows it's them because their eyes are red. <laughs> I, no, it wasn't like he was mad about it. He was just like, oh, oh. I, I see you. He's like, yo, pass that out. Yeah. You, you mean the bag after? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Brock and Cody are going to be busy for a while. Let me, let me, let me get some. Yeah. Let me get some um, also, at I'm about gonna... eight, at about 1051, you know, why don't you start heading to the back with me? <laughs> Special guest pass. Uso's got the plane ready. <laughs> Let's get Uso'd up here. Come on, let's let's go. Come on, Us. Let's, let's that get, was good. I'll get, give you that. Let's get Usied. Uh That was better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call that one now. Every time I smoke, I'm just I'm gonna get Usied. Uh yeah. By the way, also, I want to get a little Usi right now. I'm, I'm gonna get Usied tonight at, uh, at at UBS. <laughs> before UBS, you can't get inside. Come on, let's be honest. I didn't say inside. Before before UBS. I thought you said in. No, My bad. no, no, not in. No, before UBS at Heineken. At the Heineken Lounge, I'll I'll be getting Uzi. You're welcome. Where um, the fuck is that place? So apparently, this is what I was told by when I was talking to a friend that I'm, I'm heading there tonight. They said there's a Heineken Lounge on the other side of the arena. So we come out through through the the parking lot and we go into that that side. If you keep continue walking around from that main entrance, there's this huge apparently this huge deck that has like Heineken all over it, and it's you don't need a ticket again, and you just you know it's like a bar area. Oh, and you can just drink there and then go inside for the event. So that's where I'll be. Uh, waiting for your asses waiting for us yeah um also mcmahon for like an hour for all, all of an hour no take your time I'm drinking oh. my ass off uh confiscated at raw on monday was a sign <laughs> an ounce of weed an from a fucking weed. fan in the front row <laughs> by the undisputed universal champion no um <laughs> the sign uh he was quoted by saying run your pockets loose <laughs> Give me that ish. This guy had a sign that said <laughs> five words. Give Dana Brooke a chance. It was confiscated. It was confiscated. This guy, Christian, Christian C, uh, posted on Twitter. Well, I'm at Raw and my give Dana Brooke a chance sign just got confiscated. Ha- uh, at Dana Brooke WWE. Um, hashtag censored. Hashtag freedom of speech. <laughs> hashtag crypto arena. Hashtag Raw after mania. And she went on to reply, I am so sorry. <laughs> no, God bless her, but I have to laugh. I am so sorry. This is so wrong and will be addressed. What sure. What part of that would happen, Dana? I, and by the way, Dana has not wrestled since uh, this, this article mentions last time. The she Mandy Rose incident? Was, no. Uh, da, 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 da. She was in the Royal Rumble in January. All right. Uh, Monday Night Raw. L- last worked match was Monday Night Raw in November. When she lost to Eel Sky in a singles match. That's the last time we saw her on TV. On, 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 that was on also TV. when the 24-7 belt was retired. Was it? I think so. Oh, okay. I think it, EO just threw it in the trash or, sh- or some shit. That was... Uh, that was... Um, Bailey? Nikki Cross. Becky? Nikki Cross, you're right. Cross. She won it. Uh, that's she, on me. She's lost it. Um... So yeah, I've so, had better days. So <laughs> no, it's okay. We have our days. Uh, so Dana Brooke, um, I want to see the addressing part of that whole thing. That is uh, everything as far as outside ring stuff. Let's talk really mania here because we can get into raw and all that nonsense as we've pretty much already done. But um, yeah, we've covered raw. We've covered raw. Um. After this, we'll things you need to know about Raw. Oh yeah, so yeah. Cody Rhodes is solidified as a babyface. 
for good. And Brock Lesnar is solidified as a heel. Is now turned. And nobody knows who's going to challenge for the undisputed championship. Nobody yet. has any clue because nothing really happens. And and I swear to God, I will say this: if it's Drew, I'm going to not watch for a week. I'll, I'll, I'll wholeheartedly. <laughs> I will turn off the main event of Backlash. This is more. This is better. Yeah. I will turn off the main event of Backlash if the main event is Drew McIntyre versus Brock uh, uh, Roman Reigns. One thousand percent. I'm not lying. Well, I don't think so because we've already been there. Although it's McMahon, we've been we've been there with Clash Clash of the Castle. We've already been there, but it's McMahon, so we might do it again. Who knows? Um, yeah. Okay. Because he just you can't for some reason you can't have Drew McIntyre face Roman Reigns inside the continental United States. <laughs> I guess not. Once they venture out, you know, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. They go to fucking Scotland, and you can go there. They go to Puerto Rico, and then you're like, oh, man, maybe Drew's on the, maybe Drew's on the table. Put Sheamus on the table. Mix it up. Let's, let's, let's get some new people here. Nah, Sheamus needs to stay after that fucking, what you call it, that IC, IC title. IC title. Um, where the hell is this payoff going to be? In Puerto Rico? <laughs> is this actually going to happen <laughs> at some point in our lifetime? Honestly, I would I wouldn't mind to see it keep going until Clash of the Castle Part D, Electro Boogaloo. <laughs> if it's a Vince, Vince McMahon vehicle, I'm I'm sure he'll call it that. Uh, let's see. By the way, yes, Great Balls of Fire Part Two, Electro Boogaloo. <laughs> just I'm 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 just saying. That'd be the worst title for any paper I've, I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm gonna go yeah. off of next the... to We Built This City. <laughs> Bro, that's in a commercial now. You know that, right? Rolling Stones named the worst song ever. That's, That's what I'm saying. It it's in a commercial now. What commercial? I, I totally forgot. But it was like based. It, it it's not. We built this city. It's like it, it, someone parodied it, and and they're using it for uh, a commercial. But it's we built this city, and I go, why are you doing this to so the world right now? This is an awesome, awful rated. Song. The if you respect Bert Kreischer as a number one party animal in America, you have to respect. We built the city. You have to respect that. Which that is the worst song of all time. But ironically, there are there are worse songs. If you think about it, there are worse songs. Barbie Girl is a worse song. Um, let's see. Uh, 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 I don't know, man. Barbie Girl was a fucking hit. It was a hit. I'm not saying you. It was. <laughs> it was. It wasn't a hit. I'm just saying it was a bad song. Uh, I'm sure if I went through a list in my head uh, as a DJ, I could come up with like, fuck, I have to play the song again. Like, it's, I bet a bunch of people would say something like, "Come on, Eileen" is a bad song. Not I. No, that's a great song. I don't think anybody. Would I would not say that, but anybody, a lot of people would. I don't think really. I don't think anybody would say it's a bad song. I think I think people would. Chumbawamba, tub something. Oh, don't ever call that a bad song. Bad song. What? Good, good, bad song. I'm talking about songs that I would listen to because I enjoy them because they're so bad. Uh, we built the city. Tub something. Chumbawamba, tub something is a horrible song because it's the same verse over and over and over again. Okay, well then, fucking tequila is a horrible song too. I didn't say that was a good song either, but it's a fun song. Uh, you're out of your fucking mind. It's a fun party song, but it's a bad song. That's a great song. Best karaoke songs of all time. <laughs> it is for people who can't sing. <laughs> it is the best karaoke song for people who cannot. Tequila. Sing. Tequila. <laughs> um, I'm going. You ever to see through. someone miss that? Man, it's fucking sad. Yeah, like you had one job. It's one word. You had one job. Yeah. I'm going to go through. Ah oh, fuck! Ah oh, fuck! I must have run it back. I missed it. I'm gonna go run through. <laughs> I'm gonna go through as for WrestleMania. Let's we'll talk about the matches. But I'm on Bleacher Report, and I'm gonna go through their grades, and we're gonna compare and contrast what we thought of each. And I'm gonna give my thoughts as far as overall night one and two, 
um, of what I thought and then what you thought of the whole thing. So, night one uh, started off with uh, Austin Theory taking on John Cena. Austin Theory retains. They gave it three and a half out of five. Oh, we're going we're going star system. They have star system. Uh and I'll say I will also mention why I thought this match did nothing for anybody. I could go with three and a half out of five. Uh, so could I. Um this match did nothing for Theory in that he could have beat Cena in a better way than doing the crotch uh heel way. Uh if you wanted to establish him as a bigger champion then he could have won if he won i thought if he won cleanly on no it was to establish him as a heel he's already heel though we already established that part you don't have to double down on it we already know he's a heel but to establish him as a better champion you could have beat him without having to do that That, that's all i'm saying like it's john cena you don't have to like go to kick him in the nuts while the referee's back is turned i I just feel like there's a better way to to have done that maybe that's why it, it only got three and a half stars um street profits defeating uh viking raiders alpha academy and braun Strowman and ricochet they gave it three stars. I I would have given it probably three and a half four. I thought it was a, I thought if, it was really. If you give if you give the first one three and a half, you have to give this one three and a half at the very least. At the very least, I thought this was a much, yeah. much better match than the first match, and especially with Street Profits just and Ricochet, uh, no, going absolutely insane with his acrobatics. I thought it would would have given uh, warranted a better star rating for this than than that. Uh, yeah, at least three and a half, maybe four stars. Yeah, plus the like six person su- superplex that they had off yeah, the top rope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, better than that. Seth freaking Rollins defeating Logan Paul. They gave it four and a half stars. Ag- agreed. Uh-oh. Strongly disagree. Oh, please. And I will explain why. Okay. Now, let me just pull up my note really quick. No. Um, I believe for this match, I had down. Uh, what a fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm glad you had to pull that out from your notes <laughs> the uh it, you are asking the wrong person to grade this uh unbiasedly okay five stars okay <laughs> if it was a 100 percent five stars if it was a shitty match you still would give it five stars no right. if it was a shitty match four four and a half okay. four at the least <laughs> <laughs> for at the least uh I, he I, motherfucker rode in on his zip line yeah okay mm. ksi was under the fucking water bottle the whole time which i thought now who is i have no idea who we'll is. get into that in one second no, we're, we're at the match sky Bree was ringside i mean you can't have much more than that uh, i know now who is ksi he okay ksi ksi is the logan paul of britain essentially okay Okay. but he actually has won his boxing matches a lot of his boxing matches Mm -hmm. he is also part of the group called the side men believe i've mentioned them before on here we don't have to get into all that again but uh yeah basically like a youtube group they do a bunch of fucking youtube shit he's also a boxer he's he's like a number one recording artist and he's had number one hits i like that in britain uh logan has now his trademark i popped big time when you when you the mask came off oh you have no idea you and five other people popped hard uh um, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. I'm, like, I'm like who the fuck is this and me then, <laughs> the sideman and steven that's it that was it <laughs> and uh the the go-to trademark spot for logan now 
is the off the top rope onto the table spot. And so the fact that he I really wish it was just a buckshot. I, I <laughs> he, he tried to incorporate. He didn't he didn't do that. Did he? He did. He did. The very beginning. Oh, okay. All right. Um I don't remember that. But uh yeah, the the spot where he's tricking the prime on top of the the, the turnbuckle and not paying attention to the fact that Rollins pulled this big blue guy onto the table and he just drank it and then flew off. Uh, wrestling at its best. I I feel like that is quintessential just can't be wrestling like i'm drinking this and now i don't see i'm about to land on somebody that's my partner <laughs> I, I i found that very i found that spot very funny and very entertaining um yeah i i i agree with the, the four and a half um the five the what f- does this mean for logan i believe his contract may have expired right after that match really i think uh, so do you think he come if if that's the case do you think he returns yeah i think you'd have to bring him back at some point, whether it's like the Royal Rumble or whatever. I Honestly, mean, also, the Royal, if you're going to have him sit out that long, be like, wait it out type of deal, have it be the Rumble. I feel like, uh, I don't know what his, his stance is on with McMahon, and because his his major successes have come with Triple H, but I, I don't know yes. if McMahon sees potential in him. He really should, because he's an amazing wrestler. Um We'll have to if see. he doesn't, he's fucking senile. Well, have we not established that already? Yeah, I know the mustache. I get it. I mean, good God, that should have been the telltale sign that we're all fucked. Um, the uh, it's either that or this is his midlife crisis at seventy. At seventy, he's living to one hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> at seventy-eight years old, he's at his midlife crisis. He's he's a. If there's man. one person to live to one hundred fifty that is already currently living right now, you're telling me that ain't Vince McMahon? I mean, now with nine billion dollars, I'm sure you could find a way to freeze his head and just live there's two people on the top of my list when it comes to that vince mcmahon and tom cruise don't ask me why it just is by the way shout out to stacy keebler who looks like she hasn't aged a bit looks amazing oh stacy keebler man Ugh, the original Ugh. she looks amazing in my book at least so good um damage i love control. that they had her come out to the song legs by zz top yes, well yeah, a parody yeah. of the song legs yes it's just amazing uh damage control taking on becky lynch trish stratus and lita uh, the champion. Shout out to the tape on Trisha's, you know, gear. Uh, the what now? The puppies weren't budging at all. Oh yeah, they were. They were sealed in their tight, firmly like, in place, vacuum sealed for your your protection. Uh, they gave it three stars. I, I think that's very generous. I would have given it maybe two, two and a half. I agree with I agree with the three stars. And I would... strictly the the extra half a star is strictly the nostalgia aspect of having. Yeah, yes. Trish and Trish and Lita. Fine, I, I would that that star's fine, but then I'm taking a half a star away for Lita's performance. Lita is lost it, man. It's it's not. Yeah, it, she's not. She's not look good. <laughs> you should have had Becky and Trish win the titles. Have Lita come absolutely. back as the fucking extra. Yes, absolutely. She does not look good. It, it, everything is it, like a molasses pace. The, the girls in Damage Control are trying to like you know lean into whatever move she's about to do. She's doing a, a, like her second her and Karana. That they're having to lift her up and get her on there. It's it's all like tele- telegraphed. It's it does not look good. So you I know who I want to blame for take, a little bit of the visual, well, the, the audio the, aspect of this past match. I take the half star off of that. Yes, go ahead. The uh, audio, the audio people, not for just this match in particular, for all the matches, because I was hearing a lot of spots. Yeah, being called in the ring. They were in the ring. So I heard see I heard Cena call spots for the first time ever. I go, oh my god, he can do that. Yeah, for the first time. Wow. Where the hell have you been for the last 15 years? I haven't seen him. Like, I haven't seen him do it. 
I didn't pay attention when he was on top that much. You hear it all, like, all the time with, with Cena spots. And by the way, uh, with Cena, apparently there was... I hear... The, well, we know the most famous one. Which one? Back elbow. Oh, yeah, back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, by the way, with the Cena uh, theory match, apparently there was a huge glitch in the big screen in the arena. And for the rest of the match, like... For the, the first two minutes, it, it glitched, and in the last for the rest of the remaining of the match, there was no visual. They had the matches on the big screens in the arena. They were there were none. So just point. It out. was promo. I thought. No, it was for the match itself from from the beginning of the match. No, but I thought it was the flash of a promo, like it, not 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 a promo package, but like oh, no, a no, fucking no. Snickers thing came. No, on. no, 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 no. It was it was uh, they were showing the match for the screen for the for everybody else that was you know sitting in the nosebleeds. That screen went out. And so it was basically you're just watching. You had to watch it live. Um, Speaking of seats, really quick, are our seats on the end? We are, are we in the middle somewhere? Uh, I know I have aisle till wherever. Oh, you got aisle. Yes. Okay, shot aisle. Unless you're taking aisle, I get right next to you. Though. Sorry. Well, as purchaser of the tickets, I, I'm claiming aisle. Okay, then I'm getting right next to you. That's fine. You and I will be very cozy together. Or I'll put I'll put my cousin in between us. Because uh, he's a lot smaller. Totally up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to point that out because I, as driver of everyone else, I have second pick. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I've never had aisle with in all the all the events that we've done. I've never had. Aisle. You know what? Then you deserve it. You bought them. You deserve it. I think that should be the new rule. Whoever buys the tickets gets aisle. No, 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 no. Whoever buys tickets gets option of where they want to sit. If you don't pick aisle, you're a fucking psychopath. Oh, sure. Psychopath. That's what I'm saying. Well, then it should obviously be aisle. That means, I mean, that's, yeah, you're a psychopath if you don't choose aisle. Yeah. With that being said, I might sit. It's there. like winner winner of the Royal Rumble can pick any fuck, or no, no, no. Winner of Money in the Bank can pick any single competitor that they want, and then they choose it on, like, the fucking women's tag team championships. It's like, <laughs> all right, come on. What are we doing? Relax. Yes. If you don't pick aisle, you're a psychopath. With that being said, I might sit in the middle. Anyway. So, uh, Ray and that's why we work together. Just a couple psychopaths, you know, talking to each doing other about show, wrestling, doing a show about <laughs> wrestling, Ray Mysterio taking on Dominic Mysterio. They gave it three and a half. I, I would give it a four. I, I for I, the entrances alone, I give it a four for, for Dominic's entrance. I give it a five. <laughs> I just for just, Ray's entrance. I give it a six. I, <laughs> Ray had three songs. He had three songs for his intro, three different songs. He um, had three songs, and his song, his actual entrance music, was the least popped out of all. The least of popped of all. <laughs> Dominic, I rewatched that earlier this morning, and uh, the transition from, uh, what is it, Eddie Guerrero? No, 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 no. What was the first song? Was it nothing but a G thing? Yes. Okay, so from that to fucking Viva La Raza, mm -hmm. bro. The, you could see the fucking lowrider come out. You see him. I fucking shed a little tear <laughs> while I was taking a poo this morning. And man, ah, uh, I'll never get that visual out. <laughs> she cried during. Poo. I can't be all lovey dovey sometimes. You gotta just <laughs> throw you, the little one in there. It's truthful, but I'll throw it in there. Did you cry during poo? Uh, no. For for Dominic's Dominic's entrance alone, coming with the cops, I thought that was hysterical. I thought the whole thing was just very well done, very very well produced. The match itself was incredible i thought the two of yeah. them and then dominic you know I, I don't know if anybody gives him enough credit for how he wrestles but he's a really good wrestler and i feel like he he got the um what the hell's his name with uh angel garza um uh humberto uh, uh, what humberto carrillo i feel like he, he is a more popular version of humberto carrillo 
And if Humberto was the son of Ray, he would have had that same role. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it just it seems like they're the same person. Um, but with that being said, the family aspect in the in the front row with uh, his mom and and Aaliyah, who's oof. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, ironically, By the way, I, I want I want to I want to reel back my funny. I want to reel back my whale tail comment I made in the group. That wasn't whale tail though. That was that was no, like, it wasn't. It was like her uh, her shirt looked like a whale tail. You know, she had a one piece. Yeah, it was just amazing. It just went all the way down, and and if that, I don't know what that was trying to cover up at all. Yeah, nothing. Thank God. The irony also was that at the Hall of Fame that she was there with Buddy Matthews. <laughs> Buddy Matthews being there for Rhea. Uh, the family's back together. All these weird, awkward scenarios. All that was so funny. I up. saw I saw a meme that said uh, it was a picture of Dom, Rhea, and then Buddy. Mm-hmm. And it said uh, Dom with a capital D, Dom with a lowercase d, and then their Buddy. And their Buddy. <laughs> Get it? Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Ray, with, with the help of... Babon gets the win, and that just sets up for backlash. So, looking forward to that, actually. But if he's uh, the host, is he also going to be? Sure, of course. In a tag team. With, yeah. With Ray, sure. Part of LW. But why? It, I heard someone bring this up recently. I believe it was Bully Ray. I want to quote that correctly. If it was him. If you have this, this fucking thing is already going to be sold out. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rico is already sold out just on the fact that Bad Bunny's the host. Babon. Why don't you hold off on the Bad Bunny match and announce it to try to sell out a stadium further down the road? Because he's in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I know. That's the difficulty <laughs> of it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it could be any place. I mean, we also said that, too, about uh, Drew McIntyre being in, uh, you know, overseas and him winning over there, and that didn't happen. So, you know. And we also said that about fucking. How many times have we said that? Sami Zayn. That didn't happen. That didn't happen either. That's right. Turns uh... out Sami Zayn finished the story. <laughs> How about that, <laughs> Cody? You're you're the one looking like you're trying to be like the the mentor. No, you are now the mentee. Late step step back, step back. Let Sammy show you how to finish the story. This is this is how you do it, with the help of Vince. Also, are um, we on that match yet? No, um, oh, okay. we will be in a second. Um, I lost track. If I'm being honest, <laughs> so Ray Mysterio, Dom, right? Yes, Dom. Dom Ray. Ray gets the win um, over Dominic and. Uh, Oh, my favorite part of the, the night is coming up the, soon. The, the, the funny part also was that uh, Judgment Day basically there uh, to help him out. And uh, uh, he gets the loss, and they're pulling him uh, you know, up the ramp. And Dominic's like, that should have been me with the entire family in the ring. That would be a little, uh, a little heart uh, heartbreaking. The, um, uh, I don't, we didn't mention Dom walking out of the Hall of Fame. So hmm. when he walked out of the Hall of Fame, the cameras didn't pick it up as much but there was a still shot where you can see like dom getting a little verklempt yeah as he's walking out because like he knows he has to do it for the story but also like yo his dad is going into the fucking hall of fame i'm sure they took him upstairs to uh the the yeah the booth the the suite upstairs just just let let it out dom (laughs) (laughs) awful that was awful <laughs> um, the SmackDown Women's Championship match with Rhea Ripley taking on Charlotte Flair. Rhea is your new SmackDown champion. Five stars. Five star, hundred percent agreed. And actually, it m- might be one of my favorite matches, probably of the entire card of both cards. Was was this match? And uh, no, she- my favorite card was the next match. Okay. You crazy? I don't see how. Um, it was awful. You will in a second as I, soon as you say it. It was awful. Uh, so Charlotte Flair getting her face busted <laughs> into the uh, into the mat. I thought she broke her face. Um, 
but this match was yeah, dude, a couple inches that could have been a Lance Archer situation. Oh yeah, you get that uh, that stinger in the neck. But uh, we have a new champion in Rhea Ripley, um, and then the Miz, the host of WrestleMania with Snoop Dogg, and the music hits, and it's Pat McAfee. Hey, what? <laughs> Pat McAfee taking on the Miz, an impromptu match. They gave it exactly what I would give it, one star. You're fucking out of your <laughs> you're out of your star. goddamn mind. I can't talk to you. This is why I can't talk to you about certain things because you're you're, you're biased. You're out of your fucking you're, mind. You're biased supersedes anything else the fact that even okay you want to put in george kittle uh, star and a half that's fine you want to give put the fact that pat mcafee and george kittle were in a match a star and a half the match absolutely sucked it sucked i, I know what for what it was the entertainment value it, it it was not a good thing it wasn't uh, i mean if we're talking about wrestling matches yeah it wasn't the fucking it was terrible. It, it but wasn't that's what no we're going 60 on, minutes steamboat <laughs> but, but you know if you're going for fun and and you know the wrestling fun aspect of it sure it was it was fun all right, as far as wrestling matches are concerned, terrible. like the actual wrestling aspect of terrible, it, terrible. I give it three stars. <laughs> I, <get it. laughs> uh, the, I, know, I shut you off. <laughs> I shut your mic off. It had to be done. <laughs> the segment itself. Uh, terrible. Ten out of five stars. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> I got to shut you off again. I'm sorry. You're muted. Um, <laughs> yeah. You knew. Uh, you knew damn well how I was going to react. Number I, one, I the second Pat's music hit. So here's the funny thing. And you. I believe every one of you, you, Steven, yeah. Tim, Pete, all of you had to realize that once George Kittle got involved, I was going to be so fucking biased. You, you didn't know exactly. So at that moment, when this, when, the only time I, the only match I saw live was when I ran over to my friend Joe's house with Rob and Stephanie were there. I saw the very last match. I missed the entire Mania first night because I was DJing a birthday party, and I'm trying to watch it on my phone, and I had no service. As soon as I saw your text, I figured it was Pat McAfee. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, like, it, it has to be, because there's no other way. There's no other reason why Joe would be so excited for this is other than you know be, being Pat. Anyway, hell yeah, matches as a whole, terrible. Uh, and then your main event for night one. Your WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn taking on the Usos. And they gave it five stars. And yeah, I, I mean, come on. What are we talking about? I know. It was just absolutely... It, and... <sighs> this, this is... When, when I think about McMahon, that's like, that's my reaction to every single time. It's like... <sighs> God. Because we went through in the heyday of, of Triple H, which was the entirety of the last you know seven months... Um, and his control over creative. The bloodline was the best story that we have seen in the last 15 years. Bar yeah. none, without fail. And I'm not talking about eras. I'm not talking about attitude, uh, ruthless, uh, uh, um, Thunderdome. <laughs> I'm not talking about any. I'm just talking about in this last 15, 20 years, even with, with Austin, even with Rock, like that being an amazing storyline. Ironically, McMahon and Austin. Amazing storyline. This has been the best storyline in the last 15 years. And we have had somewhat of a culmination here because the Usos lost. And now where do we go with this storyline? We, we still have Roman Reigns as a champion. So that's, that doesn't mean that it's completely dead. We still have Solo as a part of it. That's still not completely dead. You're still telling the story on Raw that the Usos aren't really wanted right now because they disappointed Roman. That's still a thing going on. So Bloodline is still very much alive thank god where it goes from here i'm scared to find out because it's it's going to get all completely shit on if, if mcmahon has his way so 
here's my thing the bloodline right let's take roman reigns as a solo no pun intended as, as a singles competitor let's take him out of it the bloodline as story as a whole just like you said is the bigger story right if you have both the usos and roman reigns lose how does that story continue in a meaningful way right um you know what i mean that's why I was, when I saw the Usos win, I go, okay, now it's time for Cody to do it. And I, there was that little thought in the back of my head going, ah, but what if, hmm. what if it doesn't happen? Like, like we would have, uh, like we would have night two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, true. what if that doesn't happen? I mean, it's, we, we, we lived it. <laughs> it happened the very next night. Um, But yeah, we, we finally had the payoff, which we were expecting to have happen and we have new tag team champions and so shout out to cam uh to kevin and sammy i was about to say cammy i just combined the two names kevin and sammy by the way not a bad <laughs> i ship it or, or seven <laughs> or seven that, that works sammy and kevin. um yeah so we have new champs <laughs> that was delayed <laughs> it just it just hit you uh, uh so now that was night one night one overall star rating from you Four point five. Okay. I, I give it a. I give it a four. Yeah, I give it a four. Yeah, it was it was a very good night. It was a very good night. Yeah. Um, night two. Logan Paul, Pat McAfee, George Kittle. <laughs> Put that on the bottom, please. <laughs> everything, everything. Yeah. Extra half a star for me. Hundred percent. Gotcha. Night number two. <laughs> now, I, I'm going to preface this entire thing by saying that everybody's so mad at night two. Why are we mad at night two? I'm, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate because I will tell you right now, sitting in the house and watching with everybody, I'm like, oh, this this person's gonna win. This person's gonna win. Just like night one, we expected this person to win and this person, and they did. Night two was the complete opposite. Playing devil's advocate. And I'm asking you genuinely because I know my answer. If night two was was night two so bad because y everybody's expected winners did not win, is that a bad I, thing? I think number one, night two was so bad as a whole because everybody's winners didn't. Uh, everybody's winners didn't win, but the one that we all thought was going to win, that was a for sure thing, didn't win, and that was the end of the night. What do we always say? about pro wrestling remember. you only remember the finish remember the finish okay that's why the finish of that is like what the fuck okay uh, i i will say that the matches themselves uh with the exception of as i'm looking on this maybe three of them i also do have another reason why good it, it it was not as good as night one hmm. is because wrestlemania is the end of the sea it's the culmination culmination yeah in the movie normally you have a decent amount there are a couple outliers here and there but you have a decent amount of title changes at wrestlemania to start new stories mm -hmm. legitimately no titles changed on night two one one title in all of wrestlemania all of wwe 
well, all the main roster, hmm. one title changed. Sorry, two. Two titles changed. Uh, two titles, right. That's it. Yep. But and why they is, were both on night one. Why is that bad? Why is it bad? Because it's supposed to... It, we, we we take we take the idea of of what we expect. Do you agree with Bianca? Do you do you agree with Bianca retaining? I to, I, I said to you, everybody that I thought was going to win or wanted to win did not win. With that being said, I I, I listen. I agree with you. There's there should have been changes involved here as far as night two as well. With that being said, why is that a bad thing? That sometimes sometimes we get too predictable and we expect what we expect. Why is that? Why do we feel like it's a bad thing? For Gunther to retain his his title, for Bianca to retain her title and go three peat. Why is that such a bad thing that we don't get what we want in matches such as this? I would be singing a completely different tune if it was just one. If one title changed on night two. I, I still don't see why, why whichever one it was. Why we deem matches or nights bad because things don't go the way we, we expect them to go. I'm not saying it because we expected I'm not saying that it's I'm upset because it's it didn't go the way I expected it to go. I do agree with you. Pro wrestling is about going into something, no feeling like, oh, this is going to be it. Like, this is going to be the winner, this, this and that. And then having that take it away from you It's that surprise aspect of it. It is how heels get booed all the time. Right. Right. I just don't agree with the fact that a WrestleMania a full night of WrestleMania had all retained championships in it. Once I, I, I said this before, if one of those championships, the intercontinental, the raw women's or the universal championship, if one of those championships had changed, I'd be singing a completely different tune. If it was that case, I would have probably said something along the lines of it was, I probably still would have, this is a funny part. I still would have given night one the edge over everything, sure. especially because Roman was going to retain. But if one of those first two right. matches had retained or, or had, had switched hands, hmm. it would have been a completely different scenario because it goes back to what you were saying. As far as you have all these people who you expect to win and are supposed to get the new title and all like Sheamus and, and Cody and all that stuff. Hmm. And even Oscar for that matter. Hmm. But then you don't, you don't get it. That's a good thing for the opposite for the for the people who retain it. It builds them up more as a heel. Mm. Why did Bianca have to retain? Is my point. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean. I I, I don't know. I've said this for a long time. She is a wonderful competitor. Mm. She's a, an incredible athlete. Could mm. do athletic things beyond my wildest imaginations. Mm. But to me, she's just not connecting with everyone. Like, it's just, oh, she's the Raw champion. Right. Person makes the title. Title don't make the person. No. Bianca loses that title. What what does she become after that? She's Oscar. Is that a good thing? She's a really good competitor. I mean, yeah, it, it, a really it, good competitor, but what? All right, what is Oscar without the title now? Uh, this nothing. Scary, practically scary, really good competitor. But she, it has no meaning to it. 
But what what, what do you, what do you want her to do other than? She, I mean, she's just doing face things right now, and she is for Raw. The other than Oscar, the best competitor, best woman competitor that they have on the roster. Can I tell you what? What would turn you turn Bianca heel? She was a great heel in NXT. That's my point. Okay. Turn Bianca heel. I've said this from day one. That EST gimmick is a heel gimmick. Mm-hmm. I am the greatest. I am the fastest. That stuff you hear out of Ric Flair. Right, right. Turn her heel. It would have her connect with the fans more. If you had turned her heel before this and she retained, I would have had no fucking problems. Yeah. My only problem would have would have been with the fucking main event. I, my my whole point being is that we we we've taken this and we're like oh my god night two was absolute absolute shit it wasn't absolute shit the matches were it wasn't absolute shit the matches it's an overreaction the overreaction is to say it's absolute dog shit that's yes that is the overreaction which is coming from everybody but that makes no absolutely no sense you, you we're, we we have stuck with this moniker of everybody remembers the finish which is unfortunate because if it was just the finish then we could have all these mania would be all one night. <laughs> because if we, if we could just do five minutes and just do a, a, literally what AEW does in every match day two, which is literally a finish every single match, and just spot, 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 then we would have zero matches. So if we didn't have a five-star match in what they gave uh, Gunther versus Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, everything in between up until the point where Gunther wo- wins, what are we doing? So uh, the fact that we that they put all this effort into making this match and to make it good – for us to remember how good it was and not have a shitty match like, oh, I don't know. Um, what's a one-star match they gave? I mean, you know, anything. Any match it, uh, anywhere. Oh, one-star match from night two. Um, Cody wrote. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, the Miz See, versus Shane McMahon. But well, here you go. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Lord. By the way, have my music ready, please. Uh. I was right. Just have it ready. Oh, got it. Okay. Um. Anyway, let's let's go through. Again, my point being is that we can we can let's remember the match. <laughs> I guess is what my point is. Let's remember the actual match instead of saying that my God, night two it was absolute shit because we didn't get what we wanted and there was no there was no belts that changed hands. Like okay, so fuck. I, you know what? Whatever. I you know it it does suck that you no know, after all this payoff we didn't get to finish the story with Cody Rhodes. All right, he's gonna finish the story later on somewhere down the road. Who knows? But you know. It was was the match a banger? Absolutely. Was the the uh, uh, that intercontinental title match since Gunther retains was that a banger? Yeah, they gave it five stars. I I completely agree. Um, yeah, I, I feel like we just we miss out on everything else that leads up to the end. Anyway, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Omos. They gave it two and a half stars. Five stars. <laughs> I really have to shut your mic off. I'm sorry for for the remainder of the show. I'm this is gonna be the Chris Mindell show. Uh, that was. Okay for Omas. Um, don't you turn that back on? <laughs> to, uh, it was it was good for Omas in that it showed that he could you know, compete with him until the very end when he got F five and and you know suplex cityed and you know it Les- was literally everything I wanted in that match. Lesnar being Lesnar and Omas just being Omas. It's a waste of a talent with with that. We're giving that spot to him when we can give it to somebody else. Um. Uh, the women's WrestleMania showcase match. This, by the way, this is the only match that I called uh, that we would like. Oh, I think it's going to be Shayna Baszler and uh, Ronda Rousey because they've been yeah. outside of the ring for however long. And sure enough, they come well, you in, know why that was right. They're coming towards the end of the end of the match, and Shayna was hurt. 
Shayna got Ronda hurt. was hurt too. Was she? Ronda went in hurt. That's why she didn't wrestle a lot of it. Ronda went in hurt, but Shayna at the end of the match was limping, as you saw. Like she couldn't stand. She had no foot, or she had no shoe. Sorry, she couldn't stand though. She's like she, she was clearly hurt on that leg. So they somehow pulled that off because you know, that match absolutely sucked, and they gave it one and a half stars. <laughs> so fair enough. I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. Um, the IC Championship with Gunther retaining against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, they gave it five stars. I have no qualms about that whatsoever. Other than the fact that Gunther retained. Not even. Okay. All right, fair enough. Seamus winning would have been would have been the moment, absolutely. Sure. But but Gunther retaining, uh, I'm not upset about. That should have been uh, again. I I in my mind, I like everybody books in their mind. I feel like if, if Gunther had lost this, then he would have gone to the main event uh, picture. But he he retained, and so that should have told me like <laughs> we're gonna have some sort of screwy finish. I don't know. It's all hindsight. Whatever. Uh, Bianca Belair taking on Asuka. They gave it four stars. The match itself, yeah, three and a half, four stars. Okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, and then the uh, the Miz with Snoop Dogg. Um, and the uh, talking about last night with George Kittle and uh, Pat McAfee, and then music hits, and it's Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon coming down in the ring. Here comes the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Um, so, yeah. So, there was that. He gets in the ring. Snoop Dogg is making uh, the power to make matches again. Makes this match with Shane McMahon and the Miz. Gets out of the ring. Shane McMahon goes for a leapfrog as Miz goes off the ropes. And pops his quad. And we're like, oh, my God, is this real? Is this happening? And sure enough, you see the doctor in the ring and the camera cuts cuts away. And then if you watch it again, you see that the Miz is yelling at Snoop Dogg. I think the referee says something, too. Get in here. And to his credit, as horrible as it looked, he covered <laughs> and he beat the Miz. He air quote beat the Miz with the, the, the world's worst rope run. <laughs> I was just about to say that the way he ran the ropes was terrible, phenomenally bad. Terrible. Can I tell you one thing? I heard I heard someone on the internet say this missed opportunity by Snoop Dogg for not running the ropes, and then right before he jumps over Miz, he just does a little crip walk. Yeah, <laughs> missed opportunity. At least if you're, gonna, if you're gonna run the ropes that horribly, at least do the crip walk. But no, he he did. Yeah, dude, he did an elbow drop, <laughs> which is actually wasn't that bad looking. Covered him and uh, got the miss. You know for a fact him running into that ropes is like ha 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 whoop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got a top. Ha 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 whoop. Oh man, it's a, and they gave that not even a star. They gave it dud. <laughs> they gave it a dud. So Shane McMahon in his return, you imagine like. Hey, Dad, this, this is our last WrestleMania as a family-owned business. Do you mind if I come back and do yeah. something do something with uh, Snoop and Miz? And, yeah, sure, sure. Son. Make me proud. Make son. me proud. Yep. I will, Dad. I'll do the same thing you did. Pop. <laughs> Blows a quad. Blows oh, my God. A quad. Un- unbelievable. What, what, what a moment to have, dude. Like, that's just By the way, I called it. Embarrassing and yet also very just sad. I called it in the group chat. Uh-huh. I texted you guys as a joke at first saying it's hilarious if he actually blew out his quad 
And then Steven immediately chimed in with, no, 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 you fucking broke his knee. This is that. Probably an ACL, an MCL, maybe a meniscus. Bitch, Turns out bitch. I was right. You was right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Hell in the Cell. Speaking of matches that uh, ended early, Edge yeah. taking on... Back to back. Demon, back to back, yeah. Demon Finn Balor taking on Edge uh, in a Hell in a Cell. And uh, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, the spot that Edge had with the table, getting through, run through the table, bashing the table, and then the table landing on his head, I, I popped hard for that. I was like, oh, that looked like it hurt. The ladder to the face, and which ultimately ended the match uh, a couple minutes later, bashed and gushed blood out of Finn Balor's head um the, the camera cutting cutting away as the the doctors are stapling his head shut I was so pissed stapling said I, I wish they showed that too that would be awesome <laughs> I want to see a man's head get stapled shut um edges you know just <sighs> on the side there just you know kind of uh, playing playing to the cameras and you know trying to you know kill time but yeah that 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 ladder shot just perfectly if you watch it in slow motion the the one of the steps in the ladder just went right through his hands right into his head and just cut him way open he there's pictures of of the gash online all over the place you can, you can find it anywhere they gave that match three stars i would have as, as a match i would have given it four stars um with the early exit maybe take it off half a star yeah how much how many stars did you say that they had three i would give you more than that I would have given it a three and a half. Okay. Probably. Because the match itself would have been four stars easily, even with the... No, nah, maybe not. Yeah, three and a half. I would say three and a half, three and a half four. Um, so then uh, there's that, and then your main event, which is Rob Marines taking on Cody Rhodes. With, of course, B-Mania, there's interruptions left and right, Solo Sequoia getting, uh, getting tossed out, only to come back later on to affect the actual end of the match. Uh, the Usos were there, uh, flanked by the uh, the new tag team champions in Sammy and and Kevin in seven, uh, coming to uh, to save to make the save, um, but Solo with the um, my God that's seven's music <laughs> with uh, Solo with the finger poke of doom, taking out uh, <laughs> taking out Cody, and we have our undisputed champion reigning supreme pun intended, going on a thousand days. And, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that, that's is probably the way they're going to go with this. Uh, they gave it four and three quarter stars. <laughs> so I think that quarter star might have been maybe because we didn't get Cody as the champion. That, that might have been uh, five stars right there, but they gave it four and three quarters. Yeah, I'd say so. And so that's Mania, man. That was all of Mania, and uh, going really quickly because we are way over two two oh eight right now. Um, I want to just listen. We 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 missed a week. You guys got a long one. We missed the weekend. It's also a mania, so everybody chill. Yeah. Um, it probably would have been two hours if we had still recorded last week. This is very <laughs> this is very true. Uh, Triple H coming out at the beginning of Raw. Again, everything in hindsight. Okay, Lillian Garcia. What? The way you said that, oh, Triple H. <laughs> Him coming out at the beginning of Raw, uh, again, hindsight being 2020, you should have seen this coming, that this was his thank you to everybody and his goodbye. And then he's now back to being relegated as the paper pusher. This fucking sucks. <laughs> it absolutely sucks. So he thanks the universe uh, for... Here's know, the everything. funniest thing about all of it. Mm -hmm. 
Triple H still didn't get Booker of the Year last year. Who would they have gone to? It went to Tony. Unbelievably bad. I don't understand it. Now he won't get it ever again until his fucking father-in-law dies. Yeah, he won't give up that company until he's dead. Oh, bro, this sucks, man. Hopefully, dreams can come true. Anyway, uh, Raw. <laughs> yeah, Raw gets started by Triple H. Cody Rhodes interrupting Roman Reigns uh, to make this match. Um, with the stipulation, of course, with that same damn stipulation as AEW. I was like, no, don't do it. Don't do this again. He said, as Paul Heyman gets on the mic, you can have this match, but then that's it. If you lose, you'll never have a chance to fight Roman Reigns again. Like, God, we just did this in AEW. Don't do this again. And then Brock Lesnar's music hits, and then they have a, a tag team match. Um, Omos defeating Elias. Elias is just whatever now. Um, Austin Theory beating Rey Mysterio. That was actually really Ol- Elias actually, is actually fucking a good, a good Brooklyn match. Brawler at Jace. Uh, he is at this point. Um, I know it sucks. It's, it sucks. Honestly, he, bring he back was, Ezekiel. He was so big too. I mean, he was he was he was so big that he was doing segments on Mania with Cena. That's how big at one point he was because he was so over as a heel with the guitar and the music that he was making and the and the songs about whatever you know town he was in making fun of them. And now it's absolutely he nothing. was so big that him and Kevin Owens once hijacked Monday Night Raw for an extra three minutes because the booze rained, the booze rained down, <laughs> rained down. Uh, Balboni was. Uh, was there and got destroyed by Damian Priest, which again, this is all setting up for for backlash in Puerto Rico. Dímelo, uh, que lo que. Street Profits uh, <laughs> losing to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That was a really good match. Um, and see, it's 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 the same thing. This is what we don't we don't remember everything that happened in between here. We don't remember this these two matches that were actually really good with Mysterio and the Street Profits. Nope, because we remember the end. Seth freaking Rollins getting his uh, his song sang to him, only to be told by producers during commercial. Nope, we gotta get up. That and there's video online as well of that. So I missed that. How did that read on the broadcast? So there, what happened? So basically, it was him coming out. Uh, and then it went to commercial, right? It went to commercial. And that was it. So he came out, and then there's fan footage of him in the ring, and there's a producer down on the floor, and he's looking over the rope, and the producer is telling him something, which obviously your segment got cut, and which was that was it. You didn't see him again for the rest of the night. Okay, that was it. See, I. I saw all that, and I genuinely thought I missed something. He got into the ring. Um, they sang a song, went to commercial, and then you didn't see him again. Because then Bobby Lashley had a whole, whole segment with Bobby Lashley and Mustafa Ali, and then that's when they had their match. And that was it. That was it. Um, you cut Seth Rollins' promo for Mustafa Ali and Bobby Lashley? I know. <laughs> I know. You had your fucking Outs mind? of your mind. Um, uh, they interviewed uh, the champions and Trish Stratus uh, with with Lita showing a huge shiner on her right eye. Um, Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan defeating a Bailey-less damage control. Um, so now That's the, so sad. The, next week will be a uh, tag team championship match with Raquel and Liv. And then uh, <laughs> freaking Miz getting uh, pummeled again. Re- the return of 420 bro himself, Mr. Matt Riddle. I popped a little bit for that. And then... Um, the main event. A little bit. You recorded last week in an RK Bro shirt. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then uh, the main event, which went absolutely nowhere, which was the telltale sign of what was to come. Brock Lesnar destroying Cody Rhodes and uh, uh, Roman Reigns and, and Solo just basically like, piecing out. Oh, we, let's, let's go. 
Uh, and then that, that beatdown went on for 10 minutes. Um, and that was the end of Raw. And that was your suck-ass Raw. What a what a letdown from night one up until the culmination of what is supposed to be the best Raw of the year uh, ending in this. And again, I, I have zero issue with Lesnar doing this to Cody. It was the timing of it. And there's a time and place, and this was not it. It could have been next week. Um, but yeah, you, you, Unreal. you you just totally screwed up everything. And now we are we are here, everybody. This is this is where we're at. We are on the road to backlash, <laughs> and not WrestleMania backlash anymore. No, thank no, God, just just backlash and play out Kenya. And uh, this is where we're at, dude. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. I got to tell you, I I'm I'm. Uh, I'm very nervous for the state of wrestling again. And I, I watched, we watched, we talked about, we talked about bad wrestling. We we've been on, on this, this show has been in existence as we've established for four years. And in the last four years, we've talked about some shitty wrestling in WWE. And the majority of our excitement has come from AEW because they put on really good matches and they continue to do so with the exception of their issues as well. And we, we've, we've gotten into that before. We'll get into it at some other point, but God, this is this is not good, dude. This is this is a bad, dark day <laughs> for wrestling. Not because of a sale of a company, which was we were expecting. The sale could have gone on, and he could have kept his word as to being, you know, kind of laying in the back, cut, and just letting Triple H continue to do his thing. But that lasted all five seconds, and he's a he's a he's a fucking dildo douche of a liar. And He's now, a phony. And now we're back to this nonsense. And we're back to McMahon wrestling. And this is going to absolutely suck. You are missing out on new talent. You're missing out on talent that should be elevated in in, in on the card. And this is absolutely going to suck. This is going to suck. And, and I, I, I can say that with all knowledge in the world because we've we've had a track record over the last 15 years. You've, you've established what we are to expect. And Triple H has established something that we were to expect you know, for the last couple months. And now it's gone. So hopefully, you know, we'll see by by SmackDown Friday, by Monday Raw, the next time we record, we'll go over everything we we did with UBS and all that fun excitement live at uh, UBS Arena in, in Long Island, and then we'll get to greatest place on earth, SmackDown, <laughs> according to MJF, Elmont, Long Island, New York. <laughs> I don't think anybody's put those two words in a sentence. Um, and this, and then we'll talk about SmackDown and Raw, and we'll see what nonsense happened there. Until then, Joe. This was cathartic. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate it. This us was being... good. This felt like therapy today. Yes, yes. Yeah, I had a lot of stuff to get out in the last two weeks, especially this past weekend. Um, just. Oh. But we can both agree that night one was better, right? I think overall night one was better, but not yeah. by not yeah, by yeah, much. Yeah. Not because of, not because of titles being switched over. Just because there was something. No, just... no, no. It was Logan Paul and fucking Pat McAfee that sent it over the edge for me personally. Okay. For you, for you, and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I love Pat McAfee. I really do. Um, just not. But I think everybody that I know hates Pat McAfee because of how much I enjoy him. <laughs> okay. I, I, I really do feel like uh, uh, he, he's, he's a great talent that needs to be put on wrestling more and WWE more. But you know, there's really no space for him right now unless he's like, going to be a full-time wrestler. Um, Logan Paul and Pat McAfee are both people who, had it not been for their first career, they could have been fucking amazing pro wrestlers. They can still be, but they're just not going to take the time to put in the work for it. Right, right. Pat's got a show. Logan's a fucking millionaire. Yeah, they're both multi-millionaires over. Yeah. Many, many times over. Uh, last thing I will mention uh, was their opening day Yankees. Let's go Yanks. Um, 
and uh, witness the debut of the pitch clock in my life for the first time. Thoughts? I love it. People are bitching and moaning wow. about about. Oh, I, wow. I, I miss my I miss my old school, but I, I miss wow. this and I miss that. I I first of all the the shift sucked. Uh, the fact that we were in the se- the bottom of the seventh and it took two hours was absolutely amazing. Um, and it didn't it didn't feel rushed. It it felt like it was an actual game that wasn't going to take five hours to play. Hang on, Please. all right, dude, you're coming at me, and I don't appreciate it. Oh, are you one of those because people? Because you didn't let me finish. I will come at you hard. Go. I will f- fucking come hard then, bro. <laughs> um, phrasing. <laughs> um, <laughs> phrasing. I agree with every single thing you just said. <laughs> you didn't let me finish, uh-huh. okay? You were coming at me as if you were you were on the opposite end of this, and that's why I no. I, I was of... saying, "Wow, I actually I did not expect you to be okay with it. I, 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 not okay with it, but I didn't think you would enjoy it as much as you fucking did." I, I, I'm I'm all about changes for the better. I, if you were going to try to do something different that's going to better a sport, do it. If it doesn't work, take it away. We tried the shift for a couple years. It completely sucked because there was no offense. So you take away the shift. We tried it. It didn't work. Take it away. They're going to try these new big, ba- bigger bases out. We'll see what happens with that. It's gonna be, they're, they're promoting more stealing uh, bases. Fine. You're going to have the... Volpe is a dog. <laughs> Just have him run the entire way. Yeah. Um, you're gonna, you're Fucking gonna speedy Volpe. Promote uh, the stealing because you know, the, these these pitchers can only go to first base so many times. You, you have uh, you know, 50 twice, seconds. and if you don't pick them off on the third time, I believe it's a, a you automatically it's, get the it's, base. It's the base, like it's a balk. Um, you have the, the 15 seconds to throw it. You have eight seconds for him to get back into the box. You know, there's I all, think that should be 20. Well, it's 20 seconds if there's a man on on base. Oh, is it? Yes, it's 15 seconds with the oh, I didn't know on base, that. 20, 20 with on. Um. But All right, still, then twenty twenty five. The fifteen seconds was was plenty. It was, it was absolutely plenty. Like the, you can definitely, by the time the ball gets back to the pitcher, he's able to establish himself on the mound and then throw the ball. It's there's still like three seconds left. Do you think? Do you think we're going to see a lot of uh, double headers now? I would think that they they could push that more because yeah. you're going to be able to turn over the absolutely. game quick. Absolutely. You can have a one p.m. game. And then still have you can you can have a one p.m. game, go home after the game, take a two hour nap, and still make a seven p.m. seven p.m. game. <laughs> I think they would do like a one and a five, and uh, that would that would be that would be super. No, you still do one and seven. No, you want, you it's want, a double header for double header. You want you want to, it's a double header. You want to back to back. I guess. I mean, that, that you was, don't want like the remember la, what was it last year where they go if the double header extends a certain amount of time, you know. Uh, the the second game will start thirty minutes after the end of the game. Yes, yeah, that's that's like literally right after, <laughs> right after. Um, I think that's that would be the the better way to do it, if, especially if you're going to be the same ticket double headers. You have to have them stay in the in the stadium. Oh yeah, okay. The one in five would be the way to I go. I mean, you yeah, can't have right. them like unless you had two separate games. Yeah, if you had a makeup game as a double header, then yes, it would be a seven o'clock game. So they all have, everybody has to leave. Yeah, clean out the stadium mm-hmm. and then everybody, everybody come back. Anyway, I enjoyed the new rules. Um. Um, for we literally a week. Can we just give it a second? <laughs> Can we see what happens, please, before everybody starts bitching and moaning? I don't like the new rules. I, I mean, nobody likes new rules, apparently. I, I don't understand. If things are going to be better for the game, we're trying to entice people to come back to the game since it was the most popular sport in America until the last 15, 20 years and football took over. 
it's now like the the third it's the century it's the third or fourth most popular sport now they're trying to get people back they're trying to get younger people back not us old fogies so get used to it get on it and understand this is better for the game you want to know what's funny us old fogies you yeah, not yeah, us you yeah. old fogies yeah. are like uh fuck off we shouldn't have had ste- get all the steroids out of here and now you look back and you go Eh, baseball was bigger with steroids. It was bigger. Well, literally and figuratively, it was bigger until everybody found out that, you know, everybody was drugged up and hitting 70 home runs, roided out. And We're not getting into this. We're not getting into this. It was, it was a sucky-ass time. We're not getting into this again. It was one of the greatest periods in baseball history. It, it, it was, and then it turned out to be bad for the sport. Yeah. Nah, nah, it, it ter- <laughs> not, um, not now. <laughs> not now. Not now. We we've gone two and a half hours. Yeah, right? we, okay. we don't have another fucking baseball steroid debate Good on our hands. God, it's like a full movie here. Let's end this this monstrosity right now. Is there anything else that we have to talk about before? I can't imagine there'd be anything else. But there, is there anything else that we need to talk about before we head on out? Go Yankees. Go Yankees, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much for sticking with us. <laughs> two hours and twenty two minutes of this insanity, guys. Hit us up on Twitter at Sunday Slam Show on the tweets. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please tell your friends. Thank you so very much for listening. And guys, that was Mania, and we are on the road to fuck all. Elmont. <laughs> on the road to Elmont and fuck all with the McMahons. My name is Chris Montel, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. I will see you tonight. Adios. Barry Bond should be in the Hall of Fame. The Sons of Slam Podcast. <laughs>